0: It's time for another game day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar Y Y C. Join the crew at our favorite game day watch party spot, Greta Bar Y Y C, Saturday, March 23rd, to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. So, how do we feel, gentlemen? (laughs) Best day of our lives. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You think macro, not micro, just relax. It's an 82-game season. It's game 82.
1: We did it. Here we are. Or is it, do we have to see what happens tonight? Uh, must win? I feel like this This doesn't
0: have a must-win feel to Biggest it. Biggest game of the year? Have, have we looked? Is there any possible, can they move up or down a
1: draft slot yes, potentially? Well, okay. I saw last night they can draft as high as 14th I and figured... as low as 16th. So there's yeah. a little wiggle room. It is a good draft class. Uh, but huh. it's not like, you know, that year they were playing games while the playoffs were on and they kept rolling out their number one, not Louis fucking Domingue. Mm. And, you know, dropped to 13, which interestingly is the spot they drafted Matthew Coronado who make his NHL debut tonight. Oh, okay.
0: Well, there it is. Yeah, there's a standings. Uh, you know what? So too for the Sharks, apparently. Apparently. They are also out of the playoff picture. Not a lot on the line for
2: them either tonight. So very much exhibitionist.
1: Yeah, that's right. Are you an exhibitionist? I can be.
2: Yeah. Have you been? Have been. On occasion.
1: Might be again. Do you have a particular go-to exhibitionist move?
0: <laughs> Is that I mean, the, or,
1: or are you a more of a voyeur? I feel like there's yeah, a lot of uh, those Venn, that Venn diagram's a lot of overlap. There. It is, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Good to know.
0: Yeah, good to know. There's
1: some other words I'm not
0: sure, and I don't know if I can say on the show. It's the internet. Probably saying it just about anything. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show. It's Barn Burner, a presentation of uh, Boomer, Pinder, and Warner. That this? That's right. <laughs> okay. We put our heart and soul into it every single day. We're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios, and I uh, I grabbed a photo. I saw it on the old Soch yesterday. I was like, isn't that nice? Soch? I keep telling you about the people at Tower. Now they are the Consumer Choice Award winner, voted Calgary's favorite Chrysler Dodge dealer. Talking about the champs, and they do good things for good people. They were a big part of our Christmas campaign. They come back, and in the month of February, they were it was clothing to the uh, to the mustard seed. And this month, or at least the last four six weeks, they have been collecting food for the uh, food bank in support of the Owen Hart Foundation. Look at that Love there; it. that was yesterday. Took the vehicles, filled them up. That's a lot of grub right there, ladies and
1: gentlemen. That is a lot of grub. It's a full couple jeeps, if I can see properly. There. So
0: and obviously, uh, kudos to everybody who brought their uh, non-perishables in that by tower. But awesome.
1: Good work, as, Nikki. Uh,
0: Nikki and the staff going to take that over to the uh, food bank and help out people. And then Nikki'll be like, "Now what are we doing? Now what?" She's oh, never there's a different sat- thing to help people. Oh. Never satisfied.
2: Can't Just like us.
1: Rest on your laurels.
2: We it's wouldn't true. do that. Nope.
0: I don't even have laurels to rest on. We're reaching for the stars out here.
2: Yep, I got
0: nothing.
1: got new ideas today. Every day, it's a fresh batch. What was
0: your idea r- today? What you have today? Well, yesterday was
1: a good one. He was telling you to move to the other side of the world and open a franchise. Yeah, you want to a franchise?
0: You said I should move to Australia and open oil change, Drive oil train. change drive-throughs or idiot. something.
2: This was our secret. I to know. Drop it, like, yeah. Jack, can we delete that spoiler? Holy Take this H. off the podcast. Sorry. Um, you could have just said move to Australia. Well, I mean, we're gonna yeah. You could, yeah, like, move you you could to go, go down yeah. under. Well, I know that. Uh, I think you're a Southern Hemisphere type of fella. Am Ooh. I? I believe it would be good for you. The stars, lots of stars.
1: Different constellations might set you up. Maybe you're upside down. That's why everything feels so backwards to you. How's Maybe the humidity? Ha- is he glass half Admitters full? He's
2: great. Yes.
1: Is he glass half full if upside flips, down? The toilet flushes the, the, the other way. way. Going the other way, and the glass would be half up instead of half empty. Yeah let's do it. Well, all right. Sounds fine. Well
0: you the
2: look,
1: NHL's going. I saw that yesterday.
0: Exactly.
2: Yes. Maybe they
1: stole your idea. I immediately texted our boy and I'm like, you gotta send us a video about this. Yeah, we need <laughs> to NHL know. NHL in Australia. Listen, you can't get out of how enjoy the, some sun. <laughs> how do the locals feel about the ice
0: hockey coming to us uh, so there Milda. is
1: a league over there, I believe it's called the AIHL, the Australian Ice Hockey League. And it's usually just a bunch of guys that got spat out of the East Coast League or are done playing college and just want to go surf and make like four hundred bucks a week. <laughs>
2: But they, they love violent physical sports. I'm just. shocked it's not bigger because they do love violent yeah, physical sports. They I just would, don't. Uh,
1: I would think going inside to a room that's minus five to minus 10 isn't really the move there, but I, I agree with you. I like, think it would be When the you move show there. Aussies hockey, like my wife's Australian, so I get the relatives, they're like, this sport is the best. Yes. It's like rugby on ice, and you're allowed to fight yeah. like, with bare fists.
2: What's this what? punching each other thing? Let's do it.
1: Like we're all about this. The only thing they're trying to do is like, can we take the sleeves off? It's like, no, 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 you need the sleeves. You can't get cut.
2: Nah, that's to take them off. Not enough
1: mullets. Okay, well, there used to be more.
0: Well, you got very excited and you jumped out in front to uh to get your tidbit out there about Matthew Coronado. You couldn't wait. Mm. You had to you had to get it out there. There was a segue. But um there it's what does the game mean tonight? Uh practically nothing. Mm-hmm. Potentially some draft order. But outside of that, not a lot. However, don't tell Matt Coronado that. Right. And don't tell Dustin Wolf that. Tonight's a very special night for these two gentlemen. Whereas Dustin Wolf, you see there his stats, a sparkling 41-9-2 at the American Hockey League level will make his NHL debut tonight.
1: He was goaltender of the year in the American League last year as a rookie, which is pretty rare, rare He was goaltender of the year his last two years in the Western League, and I'm seeing people that cover the American League suggesting he is the favorite to win the MVP of the American Hockey League this season. He's been sensational. Seven shutouts, 2.08
0: goals against, 9.32 save percentage. dino
2: 9.32 save percentage is...
1: Tidy. Very tidy. Yeah, the, the best goalie outside the NHL, probably him. 7th
0: round pick in 2019. And if he was 62, what round would he go on? And isn't it crazy to think it doesn't feel I don't know, does it feel like this is something that's finally happened? Is this the right time? I don't I don't know where I does he feel young? Does
1: he feel like this no, this is the the
0: right trajectory, the right timeline for him?
1: What's interesting is he was the same draft class as if I'm correct, as his Team USA teammate in Florida Spencer Knight who went top half of the first round of Florida, that same offseason, they signed Bobrovsky, which seems like ages ago. And Knight's been up for a while and Knight has shown, you know, the skill. Of, oh, wow. He can be really good. He can see a game Knight's away from the team dealing with issues and Wolf who had almost the same numbers in all the same leagues and all the same tournaments, but just wasn't six, three, six, four, uh, has had the long and slow cook development route. Uh, I'm not here to say he's better, but I mean, the season he's had is phenomenal. Whereas I think there's probably some questions starting to rise about where Spencer Knight's at. Cause he's not even with the team
2: you know? wow, and he's six two.
1: And so one guy went top 15 and the other guy went last five picks in the draft. It's wild, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Quit bringing it up. No one cares who's tall or not.
1: Well, I don't, I'm just saying the scouts did clearly. And that's, wow. there's still, you know,
2: a bias there. There should be. You're bigger. You take up more net. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, is, is it a Doesn't, gap you no know, but you you you're making it sound like we hate, there's only you have to be 62 to play He's been said he's too small to play. He'll be too small for the white. He'll be too small in the A. He'll be too small. Well, he might be too small. We'll figure it out, but I don't think I think this is the perfect path. I'm glad he I, I'm glad, I'm he glad too. He's 6 feet and went in the 7th round.
1: I love that he hasn't been rushed the whole way and I think his attitude about it's been really good. It doesn't feel like a guy who feels like he's getting screwed. And he's, you know, just dialed on the one league he's at, best goalie in it, four years in a row now. It's wild. There's not been a better goalie than him in his last four years of his life in the league he's split. in.
2: Dumb Spencer Knight. Should have went to the minors for four years. Right. The hell's he thinking, Dean?
1: That's happened to you. You came up too soon.
0: Right. In your too career. soon. Didn't
2: develop yeah. enough. Too
0: soon. Okay. No, I felt
1: like there was some, uh, some meat in the bone there. I thought you guys were going to go for a little bit. No, I mean, th- it's, it's very, there are very few short goaltenders that are elite. Uh, we saw one the other night in UC Saros. He's very similar in stature, and it's a, it's a good thing to see a guy like Saros succeed because it reminds you that it can happen. It is the outlier, to Rhett's point. There's not, you know, 15 six-foot goalies that are written screwed by the league that aren't in there, but it's nice to see a guy excel and be up for the Vesna last year and Saros. That is of
2: a similar stature. Um, he's he's, a, he's just great. be that guy, please. Yeah. We, 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 we move in, we, work with Markstrom. Markstrom leaves. Just let's have a decade. Let's. We said it
1: uh, off air this morning because our boy Jack here is a Penguins fan. He said, "Man, the goaltending's been tough this year in Pittsburgh." Pittsburgh. And it's like, isn't it a really really tough league when you don't get saves? And maybe it's not Wolf, maybe it's somebody else. But no, if, Wolf. What's but go. if they're gonna get more saves next year, boy, that's gonna make up a, a bit a, a gap. And there isn't I much don't know of a gap. If right they'll now. rely on
2: Wolf to make all No,
1: but saves. if he's part of a platoon or if he allows them to get out from some salary owed to a guy like Vladar concern, via trade. Like, any
2: concern, just as a question, yeah. Any concern that if he's not the top guy that there's a falter? That's a good question. I don't think he's played less than all the yeah, games right? like, in he's his been life heavily relied. Uh
1: but it's also there hasn't been a situation where he hasn't excelled either. So uh concern to be too strong, I'm definitely curious.
2: Like I honestly, think for Markstrom honestly, like
1: if he yeah. Like you think about the best season Markstrom's had in his career, it was last year with the Flames and it was his uh last year or second to last year in Vancouver. The one in Vancouver, Demko was coming, and they knew Demko was real good, and they didn't have to play the brakes off him, which hasn't been an issue for him down the stretch this year for Markstrom, but I could see you get both of these guys going next year if Ladar's the guy that goes out, but I feel like you have to make room for Wolf now. He can't do better than he's doing in this
2: league. He's ready no, to but graduate. but is there a benefit to allowing him just to continue to play? Or If you're not going to hand him the – my point is, yeah. if he's there and you're not handing him the reins, even though – if he's ready, I feel like give him the reins. Do it.
1: I, I would love to see them come into camp, and I don't know who's coaching, and that'll play a big role because you know how Daryl loves his one and his two. He's not into platoons. He's not into 1A, 1B. But if there is a philosophy in place that we're seeing around most of the league now, like look at Olmark and Swayman in Boston. They're going to win the Jennings, and I think one guy's going to win the Vezna, and it's like, yeah, you're gonna get fifty, you're gonna get thirty. It's it, almost every other. You just alternate, and then guys an don't interest, have to worry about getting two I too guess run what down. I
2: would want from a, my perspective is for if he comes in and he's playing well, that it's a true. It's a true whoever plays better plays. I was going to say, what if he comes in? That, and He's, just, right? he's like, the best goalie. I, yeah, and that's my point: is yeah. that I don't want him to play twenty games if he's capable of playing more.
1: Then you're not going to like him with this coach, <laughs> right? I think that's said.
2: Because well, I, I think Daryl
1: it, it allows it you vet. to trade Markstrom. Yeah, but Daryl also
0: loves number ones that yeah. are legit number ones. If Wolf is good, yeah, Daryl, what coach isn't going to love a guy regardless of age if he's the best goaltender out of the three?
1: Oh, for sure. I just think that there's other guys that would be quicker to allow him to win that job than Daryl. That's all. Like if he. Comes in once every ten days I get and what wins. You're saying, but it's going to take longer for him to Daryl for him to allow to prove. He's I don't over. know
0: if that bleeds into but goaltending. Yeah, you, think did him. you
1: see Marsham this year when he struggled for like all of December and it took a long ass time before they finally gave Vladar back to back starts. I don't think that was because of age though. Well, it's proven. I mean, we, we uh, in, in his mind, it's have you proven yourself at this level? Like when Vladar,
2: but it's very easy to prove yourself. I think as a goaltender when you play a game. You play well. Do you remember when it and was a month games.
1: between starts last season for Vladar, and you're like, He's "Yeah, been but Markstrom was
0: tremendous last season,
1: right?" And it was like you're on a back to back ahead of the All Star break, two games and two nights on the road, and, your and using Markstrom. I just like, it's because Markstrom was afraid? playing well, he was... and so was Vladar. He was great last year at that time. Okay. Anyway, I just anyway, think yes. if I'm gonna get how to dry, suggesting that Daryl slightly prefers vets to, to to rookies, like nail me to the wall. I think it's gonna be harder to win over this coach than most others. That's all.
2: I'm done with the uh, sacrifice of Daryl Sutter, though. Like, we can be critical of him to hang everything on the the franchise. It feels like that's the word in the street, and that's just the only way to answer things is, Daryl Sutter, he's an idiot. Shoot him to the moon. I have been critical of him. We all have. It's a rightfully so situation. But to hang every aspect of... What could and may go wrong on Daryl Sutter isn't (laughs) is bullshit. Of course, yeah, and we said
1: it the other day. There's lots of blood on a lot of people's hands. The owner, the GM, the coach. We're talking about Dustin Wolf
2: won't be any good because of Daryl Sutter.
1: No, that's overstating it. I think there might be a better opportunity for him if there's a different coach. That's all I'm saying. Like if Mitch loves coaching this team next year, do you think he needs to be won over like Daryl does? But do you think Daryl's ready to be won over by a goalie?
0: After could this be. season, could be, yeah. Please come in and play yeah. f- play well for me.
1: And to be and to be fair, like in to your point, if if it's clear Wolf's their best guy in camp. And that's what we're saying in this scenario.
0: Yeah. If Wolf comes in and is clearly the best guy, he's now twenty one turning twenty two. He's not, you know, it's not like you're rushing him. He's cooked. He's been at the AHL level, he's played big
1: high leverage like he's done all of it by now. He's gonna have a playoff run here. I could still see Daryl saying, Oh, it's game one, Markstrom goes. <laughs> right? Like well, it's like, sure. but, that's, uh, but you want him to be the one down the road, no question. How long does it take? We haven't seen him play a game in this league. How does he perform
2: at this level? I think that's the most important point is to say, okay, come in. The door's open. Not the doors open, Markstrom. See, it would I would it would be a,
0: a different situation for me. How would it go up if, if Markstrom was really good this year? And then you have this kid who's really good. Yeah. Should he be playing?
1: Maybe he's good enough to play, but you also have Markstrom who's very good. I don't know. I What have you seen the last 24 games from Markstrom where he's played in 23 of them? Looks more like himself, right?
2: Yeah, but that becomes the issue, right? Is that I don't... We're play, we're playing the... If Wolf looks good enough to be right. a number mm-hmm. one scenario, what do you do with your goaltending? Yeah. And I don't know if it's a friendly... Are they playing splitsies? I don't think either one of them wants to do that. I mean, Wolf would take that over an AHL assignment. Again, but are I thought you Markstrom cap- was great with him cap- Are you? Does he have a no-trade, Markstrom? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Like, are you going. cap in a cap situation where if you get a vibe or you think Wolf is the answer and can handle it in a tandem with a Vladar or something like that, are you in a situation where you can maximize a return... On Markstrom, I was going to ask you. Yeah. I was going to get
0: you put your GM hat on because we've had this kind of conversation with other veterans or whatever. If again, if Wolf looks if everything just continues the same, and who knows what kind of playoff run? God, if he goes on a hell of a run here, then it's even more so. But yep. I don't know. Is is there a Markstrom trade that could be made in the off season? Do you are you are you kind of uh, clenching a little bit and rolling the dice? If that's the case, do you have enough faith in Vladar that if Wolf isn't Ready that he can handle the load.
1: Markstrom has three years left at six million. He has a no move, and I, I, I'm very much not sure what the market would bear for him. Are people believing that sample at the end of the season post childbirth? Are people more concerned about the
2: four months that he looked fucking awful? I think he'll find a team in the playoffs that goes. We need a goalie. We need a goalie. And maybe
1: you have to eat a million or two, and, but that you can get more in a return. If you get rid of Markstrom, you're opening up a lot of cap space, and this team's already over yeah. the cap. Now, Vladar makes two and three quarters next year on a two-year deal, and that's the type of deal that teams have had a lot of success with this year. You look at Vanacek going to New Jersey. It was like, oh, he's kind of a backup. Maybe there's more there. Samsonov in Toronto, backup, minimal money or medium money. Maybe there's more there. I, that might be the more marketable asset, but to your guys' point, if you can free up $6 million,
2: like. See, this is the funny part I have. with Pinder makes awesome points. He looks into it. But it, the Markstrom situation is exactly the same as what we argued about with Huberto yesterday, where why are, I thought these guys were highly regarded around the league and now we can't move them for what we're paying them. Wow, well, I mean, Marks was coming off the worst year of his career. I don't think, but the he also, but year. the rest of the league also saw the year before and his career and the last twenty five games. Yeah, which is why I
1: don't, right? I, I like, don't think it's hard and fast that it, it's bad or good. I think there, it would be interesting to see whether there's a market.
2: I know, for but him. you're saying that he's a very difficult asset to move. So to me, that's like I thought we had a Vesna caliber goaltender, and most teams in the league would be interested in that sort of goaltender.
1: I would say it'd be difficult to move. I just don't know what the market is. I'm like. I'm sure there's a few GMs that really like him. I'm sure there's a few that would say, eh, age, money, I, like goalies. Like Carolina's just going to say, we don't pay goalies six. Like we're going to go find short-term, medium money. That's our philosophy on goaltending. We'll, we'll buy low on bad years. We're not going to buy high. Well, we talked about years. it
0: before the show. What about a team like Pittsburgh? Yeah. Jari is probably not coming back, potentially not coming back. If they miss the playoffs here, and if the Flames eat, eat some money or whatever, it's three mm-hmm. years. Burke yeah. like knows them, I, I believe. Once their overlap there. Maybe not. Maybe back. either way. way it just yeah. popped into my head. I, I, yeah. I'm with you. I think that you need to have the need for a goalie, and then have the cap space, the financial wherewithal, and then the assets to get a trade done. And, and the then, tricky, you, and then like, if you're, hey, do you yeah, want to yeah, move? If you're Calgary, yeah, and you got Markstrom's going to want to go there, and you got all of the, it. There's a lot, but I think the Huberto situation is different because it's so much more money and so much more term.
2: Yeah, and he shit is the bed this. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, no
0: hand. one. <laughs> We saw it yesterday. No one's had a worse one year to the next.
1: And you can buy out of Markstrom's last year was deal if you want. You can't buy out that Hubert deal. Like It's all signing bonus money. He's making like a million bucks a year in salary. That's all you get relief from the salary. So you're stuck paying July 1 bonuses of $8, 9000000 million a year for the rest of time. A buy, you, can't, you can't get out of it. You're, you, if it goes completely sideways, you can buy out most players in this league. Hubert got ever, the only contract the Flames have ever written that's essentially buyout proof.
0: You ever done that? Spent a bunch of money on something and then kind of regretted it and realized I'm not getting, I could try and sell this thing, but I'm not getting my money back out of it. I this just thing. gave it
2: away. It was a dog.
0: What, what, what <laughs> sucker took that, <laughs> took that on? I feel like
2: Rhett's got a few of these on each side of the I just I'm appalled <laughs> at the fact that it's the worst contract in the world now. Hubert knows. Oh, that's the greatest thing we said. Let me know. What? What? Yay! Because what remember move. at
0: the time, and it, you know what? It's, it's another one of those things where when you get into the mindset, I'm going to spend five hundred thousand on a house. Well, this one's five seventy five. Ooh, mm. that's a lot. Well, maybe that was five seventy. That one's six and a quarter. It's well, nice. we were already talking about five seventy five. So now six and a quarter. Nice. Well, what's six fifty? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things because if, if you go back, remember you were giving somebody ten Kachuk. Johnny, yep. Huber, somebody take 10. Which guy would you rather have for 10? We're spending 10. Well, why are you spending 10? I, well, because we were talking about having to spend the 10. budget.
1: Well, and to be fair, at the end of last season, when you saw Huberto with 115 points and Johnny Gaudreau... Who would you rather have? I don't know that it's like, oh, you got to take this guy. And everyone was comfy giving Johnny ten and a half here. He was playing on the top line in the NHL. They were fucking unbeatable at even strength. He was running the power play. He eliminated Dallas in game seven. And so... If you're going to tell me we knew that Huberto was a fraction of the player at Gaudreau and he didn't earn that money, okay, it's idiotic. But I also think that is not a 55-point forward moving forward. I think he's going to be better than that. This is about as bad as it could go for him, right? Just like Daryl's – he's not this – he hasn't forgotten
0: how to coach. So
2: why are you convinced of that and the rest of the league wouldn't be interested in him?
1: Because of the structure of the
0: contract. Signing bonus money. Even if you get an 80-point player. So so
2: so we're the only – Nobody
1: know. saw him going to fifty-five points. Right? You could question how the fit was going to be. You could wonder about. You could question all why the contract
2: was structured that way. Yeah, you could absolutely. That's what I'm getting yep. at. Sure, that's what I'm getting at. Well,
1: and so the reason they got that is because this organization was worried about optics, and they said, "We got to punch back. We're not going to allow you know this city to get besmirched." And Alan Walsh had him over the fucking fire and said, "We'll sign long term now. Here's what it has to look like."
2: I just, I'm I'm quite positive I said this was a shitty idea from the start. Anyway. You were very skeptical of extending before seeing the guys. For sure you were.
0: And there too, at the time, you just had two superstar players essentially say, we're not coming back to Calgary. And then you found another superstar player. Who was willing. Who was willing to stay for a lot of money, but it's the same money that probably could chuck Said no to, or would have said no to, and Goudreau essentially said no to.
1: Yep. It wasn't crazy to think that he could be as good as Gaudreau or
0: Kachuk. In the you're not season. wrong. At the time, I said, hey, well done. You got up off of the mat. You lost two superstars. Hubert was a superstar. You were, you were, pay, you were prepared to pay that kind of money. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go drop the puck. <laughs> and if he gets back to being a superstar... There's not a lot of issues here, and that can be something that's marketable. There's just the question becomes, how do you go from 115 to 55, 57, wherever he's going to finish? And if, if whatever happened is we can figure that out and reverse engineer it, can he get back to being a superstar? And when you watch a guy have the worst year of his career, it's really hard to imagine them being a star again. Think about Jeff Skinner on the fourth line with Ralph Kruger in Buffalo.
2: Yeah. All right.
1: And so I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying right now is the hardest time to imagine Jonathan Huberto being a superstar again because you've just watched the worst season he's ever had. Also tonight, mentioned earlier, the
0: uh, we are expecting, now we know that, that Wolf is going to play and we also expect that Matthew Coronado will make his NHL debut. See, that playoff chase, if they were in for the playoffs, if tonight's game meant something, Coronado's probably not getting in. So it's all <laughs> for the best.
1: That's the tradesies we'd do? Yeah.
2: Oh, sure. That's yeah, one game for
1: sure. Yeah, why well, I mean, Why do you want to sit at the table? Why do you want
0: to take it to the dance when happy you
1: happy for of one game? The guy I've never met. Ah, uh, yes,
0: Matthew. <laughs> yeah, eyebrows though. Good eyebrows. <laughs> that does, yeah. Now, and I think you brought it up, and it's 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 known. I think now that Coronado didn't have to play a game this year for that first year of his entry level deal to come off the books. So it's
1: due yeah, it, to, it's to just, his age, his entry. It's
0: level. a feel good story, and in the skate this morning. He was on a line with Nazem Kadri and Jacob Pelche.
1: I like Pelche coming back in too. We haven't mentioned his name amidst all this. He's hardly played in the last month. So there you see Coronado,
0: first rounder back to 2021. Went to Harvard, as we all really do. he will
1: never sign here, guys. He's American. Um,
0: careful. That's what they said about Huberto. Uh, 20 <laughs> goals, 36 points in 34 games. The guy can shoot the puck.
1: He's, a, he's what they don't have a lot of. He's a right-shot finisher
2: okay
1: and that doesn't mean he's going to score tonight three times and it doesn't mean he's going to be a lock for anything next year but what he's good at is the type of skill set that they've been looking for since jerome left not to say he's jerome he's clearly not but a right shot winger that can score feels like it's been on the shopping list of this team for 15 years so that's exciting it's
0: exciting for flames fans for those two guys there you see the highlight pack coronado plus they get to learn from a stanley cup winner that's right centering them right right yeah,
2: like ultra competitive. So there you go. <laughs> the game's on the line. Uh, no Walker Doer. What Walker Doer? Sure. I'm telling you, he's been. Is hurt. it that gate? I, I bet you it's that fucking it gate. gate. Oh, Vladar, yeah. we love you,
1: that's a huge, huge black mark on your resume, buddy. And as I speculated yesterday,
0: if maybe it would be the case, uh, not expecting Nick Ritchie to play tonight. Really? As you look at the lines, Lewis with Lucic and Blake so, Coleman. Well, there's are just the for the playoffs. Yeah. So
2: from most important shot and season on the line. Season too. on the line to popcorn.
1: That's right. Uh, I
2: feel like it'll be
1: good with the popcorn. It wasn't that great with the
0: shootout, though.
2: I have popcorn. Lots on. of butter, it's too. Great. Uh,
0: Mandrapani and Huberdo with Backland, as always. And then Lindholm with Tafoli and Dylan. Are there Dupe.
1: no other kids they should be playing? Uh, should? Who would top your list? Like, I think there's Sorry, sorry. the only other guy. Zary, I'd leave there. Um, just like, I feel like Wolf, it's been a couple years of dominating the A. And it's like, you've earned this. Zeri's in the midst of a first full, really strong campaign in the A. They play tonight. They play Friday, Saturday in Abbotsford. All three, last three of the regular season in BC.
0: I guess worth mentioning Rizicca not playing either.
2: Mm. I guess uh, that's a kid that's scratched. sitting there not doing anything. Doesn't, he'll go down to the minors. And
1: I haven't seen, and it might be on Twitter by now, but we'll learn more about the severity of whatever Chris Tanev was dealing with. If he's going to play tonight. I mean, it's a scam. It's not, not uh, I don't, well. He's I'm banged assuming. up. We know that. Yeah, clearly. And that's probably how you're going to describe the second half of his career, right? Yeah. Like that's just going to be
2: that way. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> might the way be. he
1: plays, like the complete disregard for you know, his human vessel that his brain's trapped in. Like He don't give a shit about his body. It's crazy the way he plays. It's
0: wild. Uh, and a very good point brought up by, uh, by Ryan Pike, who is our uh, something of something on uh, flamesnation.ca. That's good. I saw his title used. He's the something of something. I'll read the, uh, the tweet. I'm curious about the etiquette of the warm-up solo lap for NHL-debuting players when there's two-in-one game. Do Coronado and Wolf take the same lap together, or do they each get one? And usually it's the starting goalie that goes out first and then holds back the non-debuting players to allow the rookie laps. I assume Michael Backlund. Usually the first skater out behind the goalie will be the arbiter of rookie laps. And
1: he's the guy that knocks the pucks back in the Who's
0: lap. knocking the pucks? Who's going yeah. first? Are we doing two laps? Is I'm it two so at one time? God, it's a lot to get through. Read so your
2: thoughts. Done. Done with that stupidity. What's the matter, you old grump? It's not grumpy. It's not funny anymore. It was funny the first time it ever happened. Like-
1: yeah, it's gone from funny to like, this is a rite of passage and we do it. It's, it's not, nice. no one's laughing now. It's just cool because it's not like, this cool. is his first
2: game. Oh, so cool. It's so cool. It's Greg. nice for the kid. Well, you don't ha- I, mean, I don't think the kid no. gives an F. Like, I don't, I really don't.
1: You don't have to go watch warm up. That's the beauty of this. It's not going to be rammed down your
2: throat. I think you're a bit of a geezer. Stop definitely fist checking clock I don't have to have an opinion on it. I w- <laughs> trust me. When I go to bed tonight, it won't be. Anything, you'll be all right with yeah, it. Yeah, it won't yeah, be on my mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. be yeah. Too upset. No. But that's.
0: Uh, these are the these are the questions we need answers. Yeah, there's a good point. From we Pike. got
1: Pike on it. We have got Pike on it. Right also, one of the things that Pike brought up yesterday that gave me a little uh, chills was that. Um, you do have to watch cap space now. There's no roster limit, so the more bodies you add, the more people you're paying daily, and uh, there are Trevor Lewis performance bonuses that they have to factor in, <laughs> which I thought was well. I was going to say sensational, if, and then I could that, cut, there is cut, cut only of, one coach in the world that would lobby and
0: ensure wonder why that he
2: was playing. Big D's getting Trevor Lewis
1: ball. getting his performance bonus. <laughs>
0: Hey, we see that in the NFL. A lot of guys. It's, hey, how many... Do you need another catch? How many yards do you need? That sort of thing. It I happens. that's good. It happens. Um, yeah. And maybe that's why Ruzichka is not playing, because Lewis is playing tonight. And the question that I had here, and I have a, a list, who potentially... Is taking their last uh, Oh good this last is fun day is a here. flame.
2: Yeah. Well you're gonna have to put the names back up for
0: me. Well I'll I'll just uh, I'll read it out. I've got a list here for I'll you. Go slower. I'm gonna write them down. Do you wanna start at the bottom or the
1: top? I'll start at the bottom. Troy Stetcher. Back.
2: Sorry, am I asked to guess? Okay. Uh,
1: I'd like to see him back. I hope he's back.
2: Not an answer. That was a non answer. So I also hope my he's move. Back. Uh,
1: I, I, I apologize, I was writing down. You're asking me whether I think they'll be back or whether I want them to be back here. Are they or playing?
2: is it their last game? Is okay. it
1: their last game as a. Flag? I'll say no.
2: No. Although it probably is. Nick Richie. Yes. Yes. Trevor Lewis. Well, he's not playing, so. But it, in, gotcha. Yeah. Not coming back. Trevor Lewis is not coming back. What do you know about the coaching stuff? Uh, I'm with you. Last game for Lewis.
1: Lucic.
0: Yes.
2: Last game.
1: Michael Stone. Not Hell back. no. Never.
2: Not coming back.
1: Now, here's the thing. He might be back, but does he get into a game next? He'll be on the roster. This Man. guy's on payroll next year for sure. He, no chance. It's in the drawer every fucking year. The PTO <laughs> comes out in September. Um, Jacob Markstrom, no, he, or he is back. Excuse me, he, He's coming this is back. not his last game. He is back. Is back. Daryl Sutter, back. Last game.
0: Brad Trilling. back. Last game. It's a long list when you think of it. Now it's open to debate, and there's uh,
1: never mind the people that might request a trade if one of those people is well, back. Yeah, I, I didn't. Co- <laughs> I didn't get into the.
2: Uh, <laughs> you want to talk cadre? How does yeah. that play out? Exit meetings. Oh, I get that. No, no, there. that's where you would. Say, I actually mean. So uh, further past, they bring. So funzies again, because that's what we get to do in the off season. Conroy's the GM. Sure. Coach is back. Players X, Y, and Z have said, get me the pfft. out of town. Mm-hmm. Won't play for that guy. Mm-hmm. How's that facilitated? If it's a Huberto, or uh, you, you just told me it's untradeable. Yeah, it can't be huberdo. So what happens? But, but what he would be one to, of the guys that would be to, saying it. He because has to, because, I, because of Dylan Dubé, Dubay's not walking in there going... I'm God, if he's here. No, and you right? know what?
1: He, he will be suspended if he doesn't show up to camp. He has to play. Sorry. Perfect. Now, <laughs> wh- what a more realistic scenario is, because was going to say, look, I'm here long-term. I, uh, there's more from me, but I can't do it with this coach. He's going to lobby that way, and if the coach comes back, he has to deal with it, he'll outlast I'm the coach. Not, uh, well, the more interesting scenario is a guy like Backlund, who it was rumored suggested that last summer wouldn't mind a change of scenery, not seeing eye to eye to the coach. He's got one year left. What if it's you talk extension with Lindholm and he's saying, I'm not extending if that guy's here? You could just say the same thing about uh, you know a Hannafin, whatever it is. I'm just making up names. But if those guys that the end is near anyway, now that's a realistic asset to move. It's an expiring contract. You go pull the GMs, you see who you get value for. Is this a good time to sell any of these well, guys? That's team how that is
2: not walking in there. I was going
1: to say, from, from the outside looking in, it,
0: it would seem like there's two guys it's Cadre and it's Huberto. And Huberto's play dropped off more than anyone in league history that that is butting heads been all season. If Hubert O goes in and says, I'm not playing for that guy to your point. Oh, you suspended me. He's not going anywhere. Same with cadre season. He had no, so one do you, that you don't entertain a coaching is, change.
1: No, I, I would entertain a coaching change, but if you're the flames and you have a chance to get out from paying Jonathan Hubro 10 and a half million a year next year, aren't you jumping for joy? Like don't perfect. Perfect. You don't play this coach and he's coming back? And look, I, I think he's there's a lot of good reasons to change it. He's showing up. He has to. It's the only way he
2: collects My ten and a half. Point is that what's the agent who we know is Alan Walsh. Very vocal about things. What's the agent doing there?
1: He's kicking up a stink, he's talking to Holmeside, he's trying to make it as difficult as possible for the coach to return, which kind of feels like what he's been doing all year.
2: That's not what I'm getting at. The coach I've the, the scenario I laid out is the coach is back. Yeah, and so he'll continue to make life difficult for the coach, I would suggest.
1: What else can you do? You can't not show up. You need to collect the money. Is there any? I guess that was what I was Is there any chance was... at a
0: reconciliation It'll... of some sort? You would hope that as professionals and grown men, there would be like, I had a huge culture shock. I went from my career in Florida to Canada to Calgary. The system, the coach, everything, awful year. Clearly, how do we make this work for the coach? The coach would—it's in his best interest for it to work too. He'd love to have an eighty to hundred point guy Man, on his this team. Is a
2: mess. It is an absolute mess. This, this. Yeah,
1: I think it's an incredibly low probability of that happening. Like, I won't say impossible because no. Which are you saying that they could kiss and make up? Yeah. It's been a nightmare from almost the first week of the season, and it's—it's it's why I keep coming back to. The more rationally you look at this, the more you have to yield to the player that's got that $100 million tag attached to him. And it's not about enabling players and empowering these, you know, entitled millionaires. It's more just like you're stuck with one for eight years. The other's two. The less painful financial decision is to part with the coach yeah, it's just, he's going to win the tug of war because he's got more leverage. The player's got a ton.
2: This contract is going to haunt this organization. I don't, even if he bounces back to 75, there's no way Hubert was going to 100 points again. No chance.
1: Who knows, right? We, I'd know. like to see him under a different I'll, coach before I I know,
2: I'll bet you.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't take that bet unless you gave me serious odds, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's very unlikely he returns to being a superstar. We knew this contract was going to be shit. At the back end, at anyway. the back end yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Even at, four. if
2: you yep. get 110 points, hope, yep. even still, the only yep. F and reason you did this was at a panic mode, and thinking that maybe he'd play well enough, and in the first four or five years, he's going to win. The Edmonton Oilers are going to kick the piss out of us for, I don't know how long. three or unless there's changes. Setup, so, yeah. <laughs> they suck but
1: well and and so you have to ask yourself if you're stuck with Huberto, what allows you the best chance of success my
2: point to this all i guess is i'm running him out of town if i can to do what not show up to collect money or to- but, uh, uh, there How do has you do it? to be i don't know that's the and whole so this problem is the thing
1: you're stuck with right you can't run him out of town he's going to keep showing up to collect his ten and a half maybe his back is <laughs> Maybe wonky. he's allergic to his
2: equipment. Who knows? It's wonky.
0: There's no... Cause I was, I was, is there any kind of precedent? The only other side is where the player would say, I'm out, but he won't
2: say, I'm out, to $10 million. No. God, no. He could say, I don't want to play for this guy. I'd he, like to get moved, yeah. but he can't get moved, no. and he's not walking away from and all that's, this And that's why yeah. I find it so hard
0: to see Daryl winning this power struggle. Because you think in the past of guys like who's missed considerable time, didn't Yashin miss time, and Mike Pekka, there have it's been guys a that power
2: were... struggle Pinder. What, it, you don't it, think so? Well, don't
1: I think Huberto's camp is lobbying hard for. That. Well, no, I, I just I think it is power struggle. That's all. I'm, I'm surprised it, to hear that.
2: But I think it's bullshit that is even discussed as a power struggle. That's the coach, and you're the player. Play. I agree. So my point being, there is a scenario where Daryl is back, and there is a scenario where the owner says, Mister Huberto. Deal with it. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. I I think that's a scenario for
1: sure. But what I would see is if Alan Walsh and Huberto and his family, and they're in a full court press talking to the Flames saying, we need change at the coaching position, and Daryl saying, don't let the inmates run the asylum. I can fix this. Is that not a power struggle? Because I kind of see that's what's happening here.
0: I think it's semantics a little bit.
1: I mean, there's no way Huberto's camp isn't lobbying for the coach to be gone and regardless if he gets the coach
2: canned he'd best perform
1: yep and he's not the only one that would be getting him fired like daryl's made some missteps this year and if it was one guy and everyone else was in on daryl i'm even more in your camp like suck it It the fuck
2: first place last year so i don't and most of the lineup was the same right like there's they lost
1: their best line um
2: I know, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Most of the team was the same, except the new guys who you brought in and over-paid. And, and they never f- battled hard the whole f- year.
1: I mean, I, I've liked Uyghurs. Uyghurs come along. Absolutely. You're right. Um, but, but yeah, I, I the give a fuck for Kadri and Huberto has to be incredibly disappointing. That's not, like, if I'm saying that she I guess gonna, what I'm
2: getting at is whose problem is it?
1: Well, I mean, the owner, because I don't know who else is in fucking charge right now, <laughs> really.
2: Right. Like, is it not
1: all coming down to the owner here? Like, who's conducting a GM fucking search well, if they're I was, a new one?
0: That's what I was going to say. You, it's less than ideal when you have your star player and your coach at odds, and it's been the whole season. You miss the playoffs, a wasted year, the whole thing. It's bad enough when you have a GM who's been in place and is driving the bus and has a handle on things. You also don't have that. We got a lame duck GM
2: right now. It's a terrible scenario. Is there a scenario where the rest of the squad, like I'm far away from it and I have no clue, but we're play- Yep. Yeah. still the what if game. Is there a scenario where the rest of the room is just pissed off at the big the high-end players, as they are with the coach? Could be. Like, if you're watching Cadre shit his pants mm-hmm. in the corner. Yeah, that's tough. Is it the coach's fault? Are you looking at Daryl going, man, you see what you did? Or are you looking at Caudry going, you really don't give an F, you're do you? You're setting the tone. This is You're a leader for the next six years? So we got you for six more? I could see both of those situations. I, I don't right? know which like, one it is. What's the exit meeting when the, the – whoever it is that's asking the questions (laughs) (laughs) says, so what's the issue in the room? Is there uh, like, I'm guessing there has to be a little bit of, well, Daryl was hard on us for sure. They're going to hear, but there has to be a, some of the guys didn't respond or try very hard. Maybe
1: this is the predicament you're in. You're in the spot where you're letting the inmates run the asylum. If you get rid of the coach, but it might be the only way you can solve the problem. But it's a dangerous thing to do because what you're talking about is you're enabling these people that may or may not have quit. Yeah. So
2: what happens at if they they biggest like the biggest time of the year next year?
1: And this is the problem, right? And so uh, there's no easy way out of this. There just isn't. There's not a it's, hey look they won the division GM, again, the coach and, and Hubertos make everybody a star better.
0: again. We use Winnipeg, or at least some people use Winnipeg as a as a measuring stick or a comparable. Is there a Paul Maurice? Potential comparable here? Yeah. Maurice walks away. I've, I've done what I can with this group. They need a new voice. Is there? Paul Maurice knew he was going to Florida.
1: He left midseason last year. I, are you sure of that? Because they were talk. like, if Florida goes on a deep run, I think they re-up their head coach.
2: No? That won the President's Trophy? Uh, how do we know? I mean, that's very- Yeah,
1: we, and I, we don't know, know what wonder- they're asking. I just think Maurice knew he was done there. And maybe he had other jobs on his mind. Maybe he didn't, but it wasn't working. He saw issues. He knew he couldn't fix them anymore. That's a little more inward looking than I think and less stubborn than how Daryl operates. But if you told me that you could change the culture by changing the coach and get better results from people, I'd buy that. I wonder because I wonder if Daryl, who is, we know he's extremely intelligent, he's
0: on that bench every day, he's on the ice with these guys, if he has even a shred Of what, of what, but but here, just let me finish. If he even has a shred of what you of the way you think and the way you believe that he looks at this team is like, there's no fucking heart here. We're not winning with this team. Am I going to? Am I between salary cap and personnel and GM and all this? Are we going to turn this thing around in the next year or two that we're going to
2: round four of the playoffs? So Huberto won't walk away from his contract, right? Right. And I don't care how much money Mr. Sutter has. $4 Four million bucks or whatever the rumors are that he's making. Sure, two to four seems reasonable,
1: somewhere in there. Yep,
2: is a piss pot, and he knows it's his last piss pot, right?
1: I don't get that expression. You're saying that this is a big deal or not? He's a big saying problem. he won't walk away from that money yeah. easily. I, I, sure. I think if you
2: look at his track record, is he and he stubborn? believes in himself. Yeah. I don't think he questions his ability to coach. I agree. I think he questions what his team was willing to sacrifice and. There's both sides of that coin. That's, that's what I
0: that's what I mean. Do, does he feel like he has the intangibles, the team that's willing to sacrifice
2: to get to that next step? Not now. Uh, again, we can one save one one save a month from October, November, December, and January. One save a month might put you in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: they're only
0: miss the, the other thing cuz I'm with you and I kind of at the end of the show yesterday, I did kind of feel like Jesus like we've just Torching these guys and torching Sutter. How do coaches become, you know, how do they become frustrated with players? Generally, when you've put them in a position and they've let you down. Once you lose that trust as a coach, you're like, Dude, what are you do? You're killing me. How could you do that in that situation? I put you in a- when that happens over and over. I don't think that Jonathan all strolled into the room and Daryl kind of looked in and said, like, I don't like the cut of his jib. Fuck him. Yeah. Like, that's not how, whatever you something think. Something happens if, before that. Something happens. Before he says he's taking a shit, something happens. During a game, during a practice, Behind there's, there's something. You don't just, out of, out of you're the coach. You, you don't just grow a dislike for no reason. And obviously You're saying an
1: Albertan wouldn't just dislike someone from Quebec?
0: Something with, with Caudry, it was the same thing. Because his play was fine, and then it wasn't fine. After the the All-Star game, I don't know Mm -hmm. what the hell happened, but something went sideways. And is it, we look at it and say, well, Sutter can't get along with anybody. Well, we also know that Caudry is a guy who's rubbed people the wrong way over time. And hey, maybe that's what makes him great. Maybe that's what you want a player. Is anybody whining with the
2: teams that he's left, that he was gone?
0: I just wonder if there's more on the other side, because generally, coaches... You get you get sour on players when they continually. That's
2: let why I down. think the most likely scenario is coaches is back and players are back, and you're going to have one or two small changes and well, see what happens. And that that leads us to yesterday's conversation. That's capital A apathy, if that's the case. Well, perhaps, but it, what we just said one save a, one save a month mm-hmm. for the first four months. What's you in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: unless the 5-1 and start doesn't death spiral and you actually maintain some kind of consistency.
2: Right? Like, there's no apathy if they're in the playoffs and they have been established. The goaltending
0: is under 900. Oh, yeah. No That's fucking bad. team, regardless whether they love each
2: other or not, is going to do anything. Because well, that can... might be the big change right there. You've got a guy like Dustin Wolf. He comes in. And again, we've talked about it. We're trying to be positive now. You feel the tone of our voice. Is it positive You're today? Really yeah, positive. I got it. Yeah, nice so, and warm. <laughs> So Start Dustin Wolf down, comes in and wins you another game, and Markstrom's plays better and doesn't shit his pants mm-hmm. and sieve out. So you know, remember the the shot in Ottawa in overtime? It's like, oh my god, come on, yeah. Let make that safe. Never mind the comeback from three one in Ottawa that same night, yeah. right? So, and and you've said it, and we've said it. If they're in a playoff spot the whole way through, is the whole room not more positive? Is the disdain for each other and the coaching not? Winning's fetter. Winning more fun is the best losing. deodorant
1: on earth. And so this is where we're at again. It's, yes, it's dysfunctional this year, and yet look how close they were with shitty goaltending, a bad power play, and a lot of guys having the worst years of their career in terms of shooting percentage, stuff that typically bounces back. But I also hear you saying they're not talented enough, and they look too I slow. I don't think
2: they are fast so it's like though.
1: So I, I, I get both arguments. They're both pretty strong. I was, I was reading something online,
0: and I guess and it's not a shock but they were they were discussing the two most disappointing players in the National Hockey League. Both played for the Calgary Flames this year: Jacob Markstrom and Jonathan Huberdeau.
1: And Kadri could
0: be added to that. And that's <laughs> you shit. went from a you went from a Vesna, Vesna guy yeah. to a sub nine hundred save percentage. You went from hundred and whatever. You had a sixty point drop in, in. So far, there's not a lot of teams that can have their star goaltender and star forward or whatever have those
1: kind of losses. And absorb it. Yeah, and then mix in some drama
2: in the room. I mean, yeah, it's not would hard to imagine. I never
0: really thought about it. We talk about it every day. No and it was way right because
2: of- if either one of those doesn't play out, you're probably in the playoffs, and you haven't been f- yeah. chewing on each other for the last five months, mad and frustrated, and the coach would be less. Like he's always going to be pushing buttons. But how many extra time losses was it? 17 17 franchise
1: record you you're might, not going to be able to do that
0: again next year sorry 17 you might be a little irritable in the room after 17 of
1: those sons of bitches 53 one goal games including empty netters they won 20 could you? it's hard to tell me this group ain't doesn't have the talent to do it when almost every game they played is a one goal game and they got shitty goaltending had a below average power play and there was drama in the room
2: all right so we're going to be positive can you where's the uh,
0: i feel it don't where's she? the lineup
2: Where's the lineup? Can you cap yeah, Alex? Alex go let's get the lineup that back up. We're gonna make we're gonna make a couple of changes here, couple tweaks. Right? You want the cap? I'll Jesus, the cap we're up already for you. putting things back together for these it's game
0: eighty two. I feel like we're really looking finished, past the Christ sharks. Sakes. I feel like we're really not giving the sharks their due today. That's not fair. You're
2: gonna add Wolf. vladar has gone now. Ow. You now if Markstrom doesn't make the saves, you've got a guy that's ready to take the reins, and he's gonna win you some hockey games. Nine thirty two. Save percentage. (laughs) All right. There it is. So we've got 10 more points. Coming from a goaltending. How many yep. points are going to end up this year, even if we lose tonight? Let's what do we say got? they're at 90. 99, so 91. 10 points puts them at 100. Now we've got 100 yeah. points next year. 101. There what are go. we doing up front? We're going to add a little speed. Walker Dur's Dur's in full there. time,
1: oh. Luis Gonzo, Lucic Gonzo. And we're going to have got Pelche in. Coronado.
2: There's more speed there. Look at the lineups there. Lucic and Luis are gone. You're going to have Doer and Rosie. Yeah. I, I Pelche Coronado. I'm frustrated with Rosie because he's got what it takes but he doesn't play with the emotion I need for and and, and I want someone with some Is Zarya a center? There's a center and he's got a little bite to his game. There we go. So I got Doer, Zary and Coleman on my bottom line. I got Pelche, Kadri and I'm going to There's the rest of it. The bottom line's the only one that's changing. And on your blue line, it's not crazy to suggest
1: when we see videos of Oliver Shillington working out that he could return to this club. There
2: you club. go. Stetcher, Shillington. Do you thing? think? Oh, well, I do, yeah. But I mean, you know, the I, only I, issue I have is, do we have enough cap space for all this?
1: Well, sh- if you're moving Vladaro, you make a little bit of cap space. If you're burning gas, Stetcher, what does well, he called? Lucic makes money. He's out. Well, you've already kind ate up the... that already. Yeah. Again, so Huberto goes 5'9". That, nine that Huberto yeah. raises... 5'9 to 10 and a half. A thing. Uyghur goes from, what, 4-ish to 6, six and 3 quarters. And Vladar goes from less than a million to two point seven five. You move that out, you freed up.
2: Vladar's cheap million. or Wolf would be cheap. Entry level. Que- yeah. Question is my kid, yeah.
0: Question. As we look at the defense, are are Hannafin and Uyghur I don't look at the, the same enough of the same guy? that you move Hannafin knowing that you have Uyghur? I just
2: my my concern there, Dean, is that you have a Chris Tanev, who we love. But can't trust injury-wise moving forward, I don't think. I think he got crunched with his shoulder there. It's two years ago. I'm with you. Yeah, keep going. It, I'm. My concern would be he's going to be aging, slower, more prone. I love him, but I I just worry you're not going to have enough depth.
1: It's the fourth year of a four-year deal he signed as a free agent in his 30s. What you'll get next year from Chris Tanev is probably just gravy. He's been really good for three years, and he didn't miss any time practically at all until
2: last year's postseason, and then about ten games this year. I would. Can you trade Zadorov? Sure, because I would move Zadorov before I would move Hannifin because I don't. I don't love Hannafin's game. I like it, and I think he can play big minutes. Where I think he if you're minutes, playing yeah. Zadorov a ton, you run a bigger risk. Going to cost I don't you. like Zdorov
1: in the top four. And I, the, the other question you have to factor into all of this is you've got seven key guys that enter the season coming up as their last. So you should, if you're doing your job, talk to Noah Hannafin about what an extension costs and what the future looks like. And does he like this market? Um, because I think it might be a sell high moment for Noah Hannifin in yeah, his career, be. and if he ain't going to resign here, or he wants eight a year, yeah, if he's looking. Then it's for, and that's too much money. But and I'm that's what he's going to want,
0: right? That's going to be the ask. He'll for
1: want sure. six plus, six to seven. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the points, so you can't really put him in that big money but category. But ask, he's close, right? I think he'd look at Hampus Lindholm's type money that got extended in Boston last year, and that I think is like mid sixes. Because he,
0: he doesn't miss a lot of time. No. He's a good. Yeah, he skates, skates well. Eater. He's a
1: good one on one defender. There's no. Like, if you're asking him to run the power play, it's miscast, but he's minutes. He's a legit 2 3 in this
0: league. So, Zadorov trade that you say you can. Is this one of those Zadorov and a second to Arizona for futures? Is no. Is that
2: how this works? Yeah. Or? Oh, he's got to be good. Enough. What? He's got 11 goals? That's not when, nothing. I'm telling you. He's he, physical. He, it's a roller coaster with him, but he's. There's some Other skills teams out. don't want to play against him. He scored 11 goals. Mm-hmm. Like the, he can, No, he's a valuable asset around the league. It's the when money's when he's not egregious. There. It's when he's there that the issue is. And the, yes. whereas I'm saying they're on the, one. But like, I'm telling you what, that's on our D. There would be D cores out there that he's aren't, third aren't this pair. good. And he might be a top four on some D cores. Or
1: some GM will fool himself like, Kekalinen did in Columbus and say, look
2: how good this guy
1: was on the third pair. I'm going to bring him in and elevate him, and it's yeah. been a nightmare for Gabranson. They gave him too much money. But like, if, if Gabranson draws that, don't tell me you can't move the door up to yeah. somebody. I mean, yeah. he adds offense, he's physical. It's not for everyone, but there's enough GMs that like that.
2: Yeah, and if you're you rolling out Hannafin, Anderson, Weger, Stetcher, Tanev, as your And Shillington. I'm leaving that out there. If Shillington's back, even better. That's, that's pretty impressive. You kind of jarred your head when I said Shillington.
0: You, you've said Shillington, Shillington. You've been taught. I, I don't know what, unless you're hearing something that I'm not, I don't know why you have the, I'm not saying he is back. I'm the saying, belief
2: that just. I would be concerned that missing a year of hockey ain't easy. What does he look
0: like? Yeah.
1: I, I, and what, why does.
0: If, if he's coming back, then what's
2: changed?
1: Well, he's able to play. That's the difference. Whatever issues didn't allow him to play
2: are less serious than they were, or he wouldn't play again. Anyway, we fixed the. Let's not get into the shilling thing. No, he but will or he I, won't be back. You can't. We can't predict. We don't we know it. if he's going to be back. I just feel I like if I, how, if, we didn't see him not showing up at camp this year. We don't know if it was an no, injury, no. personal. This it does uh,
0: Don't. I just think it's safer to operate under the assumption that he's not. And going that was, to be and, and that's totally. the
2: way yeah. I would operate is under the assumption he's yeah, not. Yeah, you going can't be back. pencil if he's him in. Wow, even better. Yeah, it's a bonus. Totally. Even better.
1: Now, I will say this. If you're Oliver Shillington and you're coming off the year he had last year, I'd be stunned if he doesn't give this league another go at some point. Issues are not at home. It's just I don't see another career path for Oliver Shillington to make millions of dollars a year. Whether it's easy or not, he'll give this another go. Because that's what happens in most of these instances. Guys in their 20s that disappear for a year, give it another try. Whether he's the same player or not, we don't know. He'll try again, I'd suggest.
2: Okay, so let's finish this off. So we've the forwards... Group Where's the is, parade? Is this is fixed. great. We've got that. We've got 10 more points, uh, team points, coming from our goaltending tandem next year. That's good. The defense, I think we got figured out. If if Hannafin's looking for eight a year... It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. He's in that right basically age to get five, paid too,
0: right? He's making five now, five and change,
2: yeah, five and or a half ish, four
0: nine five or what? I think it was just a smidge.
2: And and, it, and and I don't even know if I'm. I might even pay him, except I don't know if it fits under our cap situation. Hampus Lindholm
1: got traded from Anaheim to Boston last year. The deadline and almost immediately signed a massive extension at six and a half a year. And he's been paired with Charlie McAvoy. When they're both healthy, six they've and been and one of the best pairs in the NHL. I see lots of similarities between the two. There might've been more upside in Lindholm's game earlier in his career. And frankly, like Hannafin, it just sort of, if he's on a team that has a dynamic offensive year, there's more points. If the team struggles to score, there's less. He's not a driver of offense in my mind.
2: Okay, so we got it figured out though. We'll keep him. If we've got to trade someone, it, we might have to trade one okay. to be, but who... Who are you prepared to live without Four nine five a year for uh Hanafet? Sorry, yeah. on the point, on, on or
0: just in because the, there are all those impending UFAs after next year, it would behoove the GM to investigate. You, so, you're trading,
2: we've got a lot of Johnny Gaudreau syndrome going on. Uh, winning fixes thing, even though Gaudreau and Katrick laughed after winning. Um,
0: yeah, tops in the west or something like
2: that. If you should? enter this year and it doesn't go as we predicting now it should go smashingly if it doesn't uh and those guys aren't interested in resigning isn't that the time to trade them i mean this is the the
3: To find out if it's right for you.
1: The fly in the ointment of all that what we're doing is that there's a lot of guys. We're making a good case of their playoff team, and we also just mentioned there's seven UFAs. So if you're in a spot like you were last year, how do you approach the middle portion of the season when you've got two, three defensemen in your top five that are expiring? Maybe four of your top six could be expiring: Zadorov, Shillington, in theory, Tanev, Hannafin. Like, how do, you, how do you approach, do you just sell them all? That's why you got to lock up Stetcher. Well, and so not, not that, but this is why you have to talk extension with all these guys this summer, right? And, and that's where I wonder how things go. You'd love to have to Foley, but I don't know if you're going to love him on the next contract he has as he gets older and older, right? What do you do there?
0: Rhett, what do you do?
2: I wait till next fall or next spring and see how the teams done.
1: I don't know that there's a bigger sell-high moment for Tyler Toffoli in his career
2: than right now. I would be actually fine selling Toffoli because I agree with you. I think he's professional. I think he's done great. He's the one piece that we can't really complain about here at Calgary this year. But I would absolutely be listening to okay. somebody's interested. I was going
0: to say, rattle off for Red and for the people listening yeah. watching, that list of – this is after the end of next season. Yeah. So people going into their final year of their contract – when you think of the flames, this team that you're building and molding character, player, skill, ability, all of that, leadership, put it all in, into your thought process. Who are you prepared? And some of it will come down to it's just too much money, but just on the level, yep. Who is a flame? Who are you prepared to live without?
1: Well, I, I, this challenge give us, give us is the that, list. Just so yeah, the UFAs. It's your number one center, Elias Lindholm. So Lindholm. It's is cool. he. Is he a guy that you feel like that's?
2: He's an integral part of our team. Well, if you want my honest opinion on the whole, I'm, I'm trying to put a positive, I would sell everyone. That's how I feel about this group. He's a core piece. It's really hard to imagine but this team. If you are, yeah, if you're, if you're buying that this team can come back, my concern is that how do you compete with the Oilers? Blah, 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 blah. Yes, he's back because I said it to you the other and it, it all comes down to price but
0: he just strikes me as a guy that can just play he's responsibly my of the forward for a long group. long yeah. time.
2: He's he's the Hanifin of the forward group where you don't worry about him. He might not do everything you hope, but he's proven he can be damn good on both ends of the yeah. game.
1: And imagine this team without Elias Lindholm? It just I can't see anything but a retool if you lose
2: a Exactly. If you're losing Elias Lindholm, you're retooling the whole Because team. it's
1: Kadri and, and Backlund at 35 as your 1-2 in center. Yeah. And mm. the season that Kadri had was not good enough. And Backlund might be having a career year. He's one goal from 20, and he's good defensively. But, God, the whole idea it's, was to be able to put him as your third-line center, and then you'd be good, right? If you chew on some of Kadri's money, can you move him? Probably. But I, I think people will want to see what they haven't seen for the last two months.
2: Anyway, then you're back to the scenario where oh, you don't have depth down the middle. And, Lindholm right, is aware the- of the belief that we're going to rally this team. Okay, Lindholm, we got to have him back. So that's going to cost you eight to nine a year on an extension, probably. I'm okay. not. I don't have to worry about salary caps. Okay. No, and I'm just Yeah, That's because yeah, we're just talking about your Vision. It. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's yeah. the last year of Michael Backlund's career uh, contract with the Flames. Next year, he's a career Flame and has been. I would suggest their second best forward this season. Uh, remains great defensively. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a little sulky love this year. But you're also into the mid-30s, and it's like, okay, are you coming back? Hometown discount? Do you want a chance to win elsewhere if
2: it isn't happening here? Backlund's an interesting case. Backlund will be back, and I actually believe that he is committed to – especially if they're somewhat competitive, I think he's back. And I think he's a Calgary guy. He is, but I also
1: think he's had a tough go with Sutter. More than many, like there was whispers he had politely asked that. If, it's a positive thing. He was feeling so good. Okay, well, and he's maybe a Calgary guy. You're right. right? We don't the, know who's coaching. He's a I,
0: Calgary guy. I, I, it
1: would be great if he was a career flame. Wouldn't I it? agree. And he does love the city, and he's incredibly philanthropic here, and I think he's a great human, and we've seen him come such huge strides. The other thing here, is, right?
2: if he wants to go, go. I mean, as good as he's been, I think that if you let him go, you're letting a guy go that's not accelerating his career. It's, he's, he's reached his cusp, yeah. and you like what he offers, and you like what he does, and he's a good fit. But if he leaves, well, that's a spot for someone else to step up and – Sure. get an And
1: to your point with Gio in his last year, like you can't if it's not going to happen here, you can't really judge a guy for wanting to get nope. a deep run. Nope. Like his deepest playoff runs would be 2014 that Bob Hartley find away Flames that beat Vancouver in round 1 and then last year, that's it. For okay, so you're 2 one. for 2. Lindholm and Backlund are on Team Red. Tyler Toffoli is one goal away from 35. It's the best goal scoring total of his career, the only season he scored at a better rate, was the shortened one in Montreal where he left Vancouver and seemingly scored eight goals on the Canucks every time he played them in that Canadian division. He is up at the end of next year and has been their best player,
2: you could argue. Oddly enough, I think he's replaceable.
1: You wouldn't worry about leaving something on the table and selling low if you moved them. And I love the player, but... What does the next contract for him look like if you sign it this summer? What's it's gonna be too much again? and too long. I think he'd probably be thirty-one. Yeah, so
0: not not fleet of foot, but no. he is a finisher, which we've said we don't. A there's act. not enough of. The other thing is, I, I wonder there too. Traded here, didn't sign here. How badly, as you said, you gotta have guys that want to be here. How badly does Tyler Tofoley want to be a Calgarian?
1: Yeah, and to be fair, at this age, he turns thirty-one in a couple weeks a lot of where he chooses to go is probably going to be like, it's my last paycheck in the league. Who's going to give me term and money?
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Cause he, he was the guy that had that monster year in Vancouver in the bubble, but that's when the economic uh, NHL climate just collapsed and he didn't get much money because we're like, where's the fucking cap? And Aquilini's like, I'm not spending any money. I got to put him on my, is tonight the last Foley night now. See, it's his last night as
2: a flyer. I don't think so, because I don't think they need to trade him right now. They
1: don't have to, but you certainly need to know this summer what sort of stuff you could get for him, right? Who wants him? If he's, I think any contender would love to add that guy that's that a number. Good Four hit. and change for a guy that scored 35, you cannot go shopping for that. You Thanks. have. That's a very, very tantalizing uh, skill set. Chris Tanna, we noted last year on the back end uh, of his four-year Play contract. Out. Play it out. Yeah. yeah. If a contender wants to add him next year, mid-season, he'd be a really nice hey, add. The health thing's a challenge.
2: If we're in a playoff run and we're looking good next year, like I said, we're going to have 104 points, and Tanev wants to play out that contract, that's been a good signing. It's not an asset I think you need to maximize and get returned for. If you're going to the playoffs, you need him. So,
1: The youngest UFA is just 26-year-old Noah Hannafin. He is going to be right in his prime as he negotiates a new contract, which will probably be a max term, come be a pillar for the next eight years with somebody type contract. Again, don't expect him to run your power play. Do expect him to play 25 minutes a night and be able to play against anyone. Skates really well. The type of guy that I think ages
2: well because his feet are so good. Back. And again, it's all easier. dependent on Doe, and if, but... If it's in that, because he's making five. Him. Tanev's leaving. I don't know if you need to bring him back after next year. I think he's done what you wanted. If he wants to come back, are you getting him for cheaper or more? And to be yeah.
1: fair, what can you expect from the way he plays? Yes. What's left of your face? Yes, from
2: now? right? Zadorov is up. It's a lot. Irrelevant. There's a lot of tools. If he wants to stay, stay. If it's the right price, if he wants, to, if you can move. But again, he's a piece where. If you're in a pl- like they hung on to Giordano when they knew damn well they weren't making the playoffs and just let them, them walk for nothing. I'm okay with letting Tanev and Zadoroff walk if they're part of my playoff performance, right? Like yep. You can address that at the deadline, to your point, I think. Right. Uh, if you don't have to re sign them. If no. you're in a playoff spot,
1: play it out. Are you happier with Nikita Zadorov at three and three quarters a year next year or Troy Stetcher at half that money? That's maybe a way you view it, trying to get some cap savings. I love Stetcher. You do or I do? I do. <laughs> it's been a good little sample for him. It's it's. It might not be go prorate these numbers and that that's what is he is over 82. I don't care about his numbers. Like what well, was effort.
0: that stat <laughs> they had to say? He got three goals in his last 10 and he had one in his last 100 or whatever the yeah. hell it was. Yeah. Like, this guy's a flame.
1: Well, and oh, I Jesus. I vaguely recall him having a good... Big goal against concern, the Oilers in the playoffs last year. My he's,
2: concern is that I don't recognize anyone on the Wranglers squad that screams, I'm ready to play. Not on the blue line. Right? Jeremy
1: Poirier is really unpolished and super crazy offensive upside, but I don't believe he's knocking on the door. So, and Gilbert, I think, is going to be what he is, which Gilbert is, is a 6-7-8, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, we're into injuries, and you come. God, I have stature. So what did we do? Are we, done? we didn't do anything. You kept everyone. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I, but you're going to trade Vladar this summer. That's probably it. But and he's I, not even. I'm not even worried about. I'm selling the scenario that you come back with these guys and play it out. You are today. Didn't you definitely you say, are today? I told you. I'm. This is yeah. The positive. Okay. Good. Now, right? Like, yeah. Because I think
0: I still got the clip about it. if they're bringing this. Well, hey, I, if I, we only want to about. talk shit, let's do that. <laughs> well, you said then. they're I'm not so going to win you. me
1: over till January. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's a well-organized argument. It is. Yep. And, that, and, and the flip one is also a strong one saying, there's so much dysfunction here, you need change almost just for the sake of change in a way. And this is the hardest conversation to have right now.
0: The one of, exhale, what if next year you have better goaltending? What if you get, you're not, you don't have 17 extra time oh, That's Because right now everybody's pissed off, and yeah, the, Other teams are making it, and this team isn't. What the? Everyone's pissed. A trade, everybody, the core, we've heard that for years and years. And I don't think that that's wrong, because there are some maybe bigger fundamental issues that are around this team that probably need changing. But between the cap and contracts and everything else, because really, in terms of expiring guys this year, what is it, Richie, Lewis, Lucic? That's not...
1: And a game Stone, changer. who will get his PTO yeah. in September.
0: Yeah, that's not a game changer for this team. <laughs> no. You almost... You want those guys. Replaced. You almost have to It's the youth movement, speed. You're bringing everybody back. How do we try and make it better? That's kind of what, in the real world, that's almost what you're left with. If you're
2: Triliving or whoever's running the team or... Coach. Well, and if you've got an owner that's saying... Got to make the playoffs. You guys... Like, even yeah. if... You, even if you Bring Triliving back. Whoever's GM. Yeah. You've got to... Coach that's making got a contract, and you got players that have contracts uh you idiots down at the that dome place there, and so you figure it out so Quit, don't, don't, fans and media don't phone me. we've got guys signed up here that are supposed to be running this shit <laughs> let them figure it out let them figure it so out so two
1: things Frank said he thinks it's an almost zero chance both guys are back, but I think only Murray Edwards really knows that. Also, Frank's almost never wrong on this kind of stuff. So I I wonder about that. And then, secondly, the scenario that you really hated with Johnny Gaudreau was that they entered that last season without something done. You didn't extend him. He was a. So are you okay doing without Lindholm, or do you have to have something done? Like, because I just wonder about your stance on that's maybe their most important guy, Lindholm, in a lot of ways. It's tough to see this team competing with anyone. He's the only guy you can squint at and say number one center. I
2: think Are you okay to walk es- in? I think you're underestimating the... How do I say it without... I think you're underestimating the personal aspect of what happened with Goudreau and the COVID rules and the lockdowns and the fear of having a child and not allowing parents to see and wasn't his dad down and out and he couldn't see his dad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into any of that shit. But we're... To me that is why Johnny Gaudreau is not a Calgary Flame.
1: I don't think it was anything the Flames did wrong, right? Like it's
2: Right. So I'm with you there. So to compare those two, I get it because it looks the same, but I don't I think it's a different I I just don't think Gaudreau is an example of how things tip, typically go. So you wouldn't have a problem then
1: walking into the season with no contract for Elias Lindholm and no contract for Here's the what I think.
2: I think that winning changes everything. I agree. And so if you go into next year with Lindholm, with the same team. So if Frank's right, you got a new GM. Don't care. Trillering or whoever it is. <laughs> it's hard because I've gone off the rails. I, I don't like how the Flames have managed their organization for 30 years. I don't think there's been a long-term game plan. Anyway, I'm going to take a step back and... Do the deep breath, which is what everyone says you need to do. Come back next year. The owner says, you idiots figure it out. You're you getting paid mess. to you do fix it. it. Yeah. You made it. You fix it. Daryl, you're staying, but you're fixing it. Don't be a stubborn prick. Jonathan Huberto, get in a room with Daryl and figure your shit out. And Mr. Cadre, you as well. So Lindholm doesn't have a contract. You go into next year and you start winning. Does he want to come back then? Probably much more likely, right? You go into next year and you shit the bed, huge asset to move. Huge. Massive return. Should be. Yep. The
1: challenge is if they're good and the contract's like, fuck, he's got us over the barrel. We can't pay him that. He's not a $10 million player. That's the challenge, is that the player and the agent know when they have all that leverage. And the best leverage scenario for Elias Lindholm and Noah Hannafin to negotiate a deal with the Flames is with them in first or second in the division, on their way to the playoffs, right ahead of the
2: deadline. With I the think team you could approach Lindholm, though. And, but So here's the other thing. You can't make a guy sign. Elias Lindholm can say, I'll let you know. So sure, you could trade him over the summer. Okay, I, I'm not saying that... Like Johnny a year ago. Yeah. I'm not saying that it can't, you, that if that's the vibe you're getting as the new GM or the old GM, that don't, I can see the scenario where you go, yeah. And I'm okay with it because whatever you do with Lindome, whether you sign him, which would be great because I think he solidifies your lineup, or trade him, which would be great return. because he's got a massive return, it's okay. Whatever. And that might be the deciding factor for how
0: things go. I, but what if he but what then if he walks because that's been your greatest fear always right and we talk about that if you're a good team and you're in the playoffs you're not trading your number one it center the draw thing how did if you like if you're bad it you're probably players. not re- you know what i mean it's kind of that's it's a the, tough spot. The G O one was was the one because they weren't making the playoffs, but there was an expansion draft, kind of part of it. And should they have signed him before with, with Goudreau? Should you have signed him before? But here's that season, then where the
2: other the GM that's there now maybe shouldn't be back for this scenario because you've got a guy like Lindholm who you'd rather have. You brought in Huberto and gave him everything and didn't play like right. Like there's a there's, it's being created. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter who's Jimmy here. They they inherit the mess that's here, whether it's Tree or somebody else. You're stuck with the Uberto contract. You're stuck with the Cadre contract. You have what? My you have. point, I
2: guess, is that you guys are now saying that Lindholm hates it here in Calgary, and if that's the vibe, nobody I said, said that. No, I'm, I'm asking like he becomes, you if you're
1: comfy starting the season with him as a UFA. It's yes. hard, cause it's hard, hard to trade him because you weren't with Gaudreau last year. You said you wouldn't have done that. It's hard to trade him because you know
0: how that goes. You get uh, we're not talking once we're in the season, all that bullshit. Who the f- and then you're did. then you're a good team, and well, we can't trade our leading scorer. And
1: I just see this owner if they're in a playoff spot, is he going to let you trade Elias Lindholm? All he wants is to make the playoffs, and <laughs> no teams really do that uh, when they're no, in a playoff spot, trade not the often. best player. Hey, we're in a playoff spot. Let's trade our number one center. Like he's got you over a barrel, and he's maybe an eight and a half million dollar player, and he'd love to extend him at that. And he
2: wants ten because he knows he's got you over a barrel. So Another right. New Jersey but, but, but but extend him – I'm fine with extending him this summer if that's – Yeah. You're going to get a fucking vibe, right?
1: You'd love to have that work done this summer, no doubt. I was going to say, if, so, if yeah, you that's had a better – The
2: scenario is that you guys are saying I can only wait till I'm in no, – No, no, no.
1: This started and I said, are you comfortable with him starting the season as UFA? So now we're also, back to – Yes, it's probably good to address this this summer.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Ideally, you address it this summer. Yeah. And that's, again, where it's like, okay, so if Elias's exit meeting says – Love it here. Would love to be a career flame. Not going to sign up for more Sutter. That's, I mean, we're into this vicious circle of like, who's making the but decisions? You're who's the junior?
2: that Elias Lindholm is going to walk in there and say, Sutter's a piece of shit. You've been shit playing, and I'm not playing, what with? if
1: all morning I'm allowed to, too? I'm mm-hmm. just saying that could be a scenario. But that's that your happens. always scenario.
2: Every player in that because room. Because
1: I believe there's a lot of guys that don't want to return if Daryl's here.
2: I might be wrong, but I, I just believe don't. That. It's it's staggering, and you you can be right, but it's staggering to me that we didn't hear a fucking peep about that last year. It's it's stunning to it's me. It's The deodorant man, they won, and you can
1: put up with an asshole treating you poorly if things are elsewhere in your life are going well. But if if you, you know, work sucks and you have to deal with an asshole
0: boss, not every I'm player in the
2: the history of Daryl Sutter's career hates him. But at um, the same so time.
0: Not. He might have been easier to get along with last year. I, I think, think for sure. See, think he Probably was. everybody was getting along <laughs> a lot I told better. you the
2: worst thing that can happen is Daryl yeah. Sutter wins Jack Adams and then he ramps it up and yeah. turns into a tyrant to prove he's not yeah. soft because he wanted to. That's Jack right. Adams. And
1: so you'd understand if someone said, Look, I'm a year away from making a decision. You're asking me to be honest. My preference would be to not play for him. Now I'll come I back and on my contract. I could say,
2: okay, the, the, here's the other thing that everyone believes that they have a fucking opinion on who should coach. Never once in my career did anyone ask me about a fucking coach at a year end meeting. You didn't get coach your exit meeting stuff? I had coach exit meetings. Never once did a GM say, Hey, what do you think of the coach? You I know think, what was asked? Mind your own fucking business. That's told, I think, not asked.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I know. I'm right? sorry. Like, it's a different it world. Looks. Like, you're right, but that's not how it works anymore. They're going to ask about you the coach. Don't, He's
2: been in the meetings, I guess.
1: Well, okay. If you don't think they're going to ask about the coach, you can hang that on your plaque and put it behind you for the rest of the show. It's like, they'll ask about the coach. Is the GM
2: not going to ask about the fucking, Who's coach? The fucking GM? You don't even know. Maybe there are well, no GM.
1: Today it's true living. And so when exit meetings start, if he's the GM, he'll do the exit meetings. And if it's somebody else, they'll do the exit meetings there. You've talked so much about dysfunction here. You cannot pretend. They're not going to ask about relationships in the room
2: and how the coach coach's My point, is. Ryan, isn't that they will ask. But not everyone's gonna go in with a noose. I agree. And throw it around someone's neck. Agreed. And start yanking. That's what you're saying though. Every player that you've brought up is gonna sacrifice gonna be. I said sac- what if, Fred, And you've been saying what if all day. So
1: I'm allowed to say what if too.
2: Okay, so what, that's your what I'm if I'm just saying, like I I'm what not am not gonna my what if been about.
1: Uh, you know, what if Markstrom's back? What if the coach returns? Like the whole day's been yeah, hypothetical. So I have different what ifs. Yeah, and you I have, have no problem one. with that. So just allow me to have a what if or two. That's all. I think it would be silly to suggest that everyone's excited to return and play for Daryl. So we seen. don't know who these guys are exactly, but we probably have a good idea. Like if you if we're going to suggest that Huberto and Cadre have issues with the coach, I don't think that's hard for people to believe. Their thing is that they're locked in long term here. The real interesting parts of this offseason are the seven guys that expire. And if you're going to talk extension, this is the type of thing that I think will come up.
0: I also think that it's a little naive to think that the GM or that they're going to be sitting there. So what do you think of the coach? <laughs> it's already, we, we have no idea. We we've We're blind. To we've this. been out we've been out of town all year. How have things been going with Daryl? Are you guys
1: I would think they probably have, ask for more details on what players could have Players have been conversations
0: with agents who talk yeah. to the GM. The GM talks to players. The GM is on every road trip. This isn't a hands-off kind of a thing. Uh, I don't think that there needs to be a ton of clarity tomorrow or Friday as to how the harmony in the room is from the, from the players to the coach.
1: I think it's a huge thing they have to address this offseason. Whether I think he's going to come back or not, right? You know what
0: I'm saying. I think they know think where it's Brad, at.
1: I think they're very aware I, I what's think what's happened too. between
0: Daryl and certain players on the team.
1: Agreed. And I also think Brad's really thorough and a pro and that he will get it in writing in his reports for whoever takes over this job or if it's him. I don't think he's not going to ask because I think he knows a lot of the answers, but are you going to see clarity? Do you want to get it in writing? So the next guy understands what he's inheriting. Like, I don't think Brad sewer in this team on the way out. That's not how he's wired. If someone's going to read through the files of exit meetings, it's not going to be like, didn't ask about the coach. It's going to be like, there was an incident here. Huberto didn't like it when said this. And what really matters isn't how Huberto feels. He's here forever. It's the seven guys that you either have to part with, re-sign, or go into their final year as UFAs with.
0: But where, I guess just to go back to the original one, which is where you scoffed, is about a Lindholm talking extension. Yeah. So if you're talking a seven or eight-year extension – Where does I don't like Daryl right now fall
1: into his list of priorities? I don't know. That's a good question. I think if the money's right, you'll probably grin and bear it because you know that coaching shelf lives are short anyway. Like, if Daryl's back, it might be his last year. At worst, it's his second last year. You're not signing up for eight years of Daryl. I get that. But also, we know how grading he can be on some players. And some will just say, I would do it, but this isn't the circumstance – I can deal with again. I'm not saying Lindholm is saying this. I'm saying someone likely will say something like that of the seven guys who are up at the end of next year. Yeah, and I'm not I, I don't I'm not saying you're wrong.
0: I th- you're probably right. I wonder how frequent a thing that is for teams where you have your own player and you're having the let's talk extension. Do you like it here how are things going? You know, you start to get into that how often I don't like the coach or the coach and I like that's that's what I'm getting is it doesn't happen as often. I just don't I
1: wonder what happened in Boston last summer because Cassidy's a really good coach and he's going to make the playoffs and likely win a division with Vegas and he knows what he's doing but it crossed the line with those players to the point where David Critchie went back to Europe and to the point where They really didn't have to reinvent the wheel this year. It's kind of the same team, and yes, they made some nice adds to the deadline, but they overcame some serious injuries this year, and I think the players talked to the management about the coach.
0: Well, and the thing there, too, is you have guys like Bergeron and Marchand and Krejci. Like, the guy friggin' left the team. Because of the coach. And, and look, because they're if first, this, no one's going to critique it, right? But they did. They talked about the fucking coach. Had a first ballot Hall of Famer in a Patrice Bergeron who has been there his whole... If you had that here, I wonder if it's a little bit different. As opposed to Huberto, I've been here for 81 games. I hate well, the what I Or 20
2: know. games, right? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, guys will always sign. That's what Huberto did. You think that the rumors are Daryl's not hard on guys? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh. That's I didn't know that. I didn't know Daryl was so hard on guys. Like the, Hubert had to walk into that room and he just, knew, right? He's like, this could be a lot.
1: I don't think he knew exactly what he was getting, no, but he knew it yeah, was going to be tough.
0: Yeah. And it's the same thing. Then, then, then <laughs> walk away. Well, I can't cause it's, it's a lot of money. Lot of money. It's yes. That's dollars. what you signed. And you knew at the time, yeah. 84 million, maybe not was. to that extent. And yeah, you, it's uh, the Lambo, not a lot of winter tires. Well you got work on the old Lambo here. So did we
2: were we positive or well, were, I tried to be, but I just kind I know of you we're did. not I don't know if we
1: I think it's it's easy to be reshuffle things that could be better. It's also easy to be like you can't scream dysfunction for three months around here and expect that it's gonna all disappear if they just have a summer off. Like both of those things are probably true.
0: How much needs to change and how much kumbaya let's make it work can, can happen. There's going to have, there's going to have to be an element of both.
1: Yeah. And I don't know that the coach is good at Kumbaya. You know him better than I do, Rhett. It doesn't feel like a let's meet in the middle. It feels more like I'm this old. I've had this much success. You're going to tell me I have to change. You know what they maybe need
0: is a little team getaway, like a team building team thing building. out at uh, St. Eugene golf resort.
1: They have a ropes course, or maybe they go to the hot pools. Well, They've
0: got the championship golf course, okay. Out at Saint Eugene, they've got the uh, the casino, the spa, restaurants, mountains, that fresh
1: air. That air, I'm already feeling better, oh, aren't you? That's what we and Rhett can go cold plunge in the river. Yes, they, that would be good. Get that circulation going. Dopamine,
0: Way yeah, up. slow down that aging. Right. Look at see, that's oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the about. answer. Cranbrook, British Columbia, beautiful. Get your golf game and gear with the Spring Swing Golf Package. Starting at just 259 bucks, you and a friend can enjoy a one-night stay and a round of golf, including a power cart. Spring Swing, available April 21st to May 17th. The 21st, goodness. that's Soon. Sure. We're getting there. Don't miss out. It's a limited-time offer. Book your package today. Saint Eugene.ca, as you see there, is the website. And uh, they treat you right. I am looking forward to getting out there. I've heard about the hotel and just that spot for a long time. I've never been. So I'm looking forward to getting out there. And uh, I don't know about the cold
1: plunge. I'm very soft. Do you good? Do you, you only good. have to muscle up for about two, five seconds.
0: It feels like it's going to be it's gonna very It's going to take cool. your breath away. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to freak you out.
1: And then you're out. That 10 seconds, a lot of good.
2: All right. I see. One but minute. You, you also have to be brave. Go in for a minute. You're already discounting you, it. Once you get over the... Yeah,
1: you're good. Discover
0: or rediscover a true gem the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino.
2: You realize how long we went there without a, like.
1: I looked up and I'm like, do we have time for the Pinder Report? How did that all go? Consist- well, we have
2: plenty to talk about. That's the problem is that you can spin this story in a gajillion directions.
1: You're going to be able to tell our moods on the shows moving forward. depends on whether this team is fucked or whether everything's just fine. Yeah. Today,
0: rats in a good mood. Yeah. Well, and you know what I had, and now we don't have time for it. And it's probably for the best. It's just some numbers on uh, just how good the Oilers have been. Yeah, yeah we, we can push that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe you've got it in the Pinder Report. I don't know. I There's got to be tons right. of Oilers content. You know what? I love the Oilers? Thunder. Talk about war on organizations. Let's go. Connor McDavid, one of the best. The best. Ever.
2: Is that what he is? Yeah.
0: Village Honda in the Northwest Auto and online at villagehonda.com. They're paying top dollar for your vehicle and your vehicle. And Jack, have you got a vehicle? Your vehicle, too. they got a million dollars to do it. Sell them your car, truck, SUV. Get a Tropical Cruise for two. Find out more at villagehonda.com. And Village Honda brings you the
1: Pinder Report. Jack, take your lady on the Tropical Cruise, would you? Yeah, do it. Get yeah. on a bike. It's, they're just sweeping the gravel off. Get a Tropical Cruise. Lots going. of bike lanes.
0: He looks like a guy that might need some SPF,
1: though. Spif- a little pasty. pasty. You burn it's easy. It's winter. That's a shot. Let the guy see some sun. I'm just saying. Jeez. Welcome aboard, Jack. Good, Good to have hope you getting Jack. along with everyone. Start with the Calgary Flames. Francis tweet. And uh, some rumors swirling confirmed this morning. Tonight's the night. Oh!
2: Oh! Wolf Why didn't time, you babe. find that thing?
1: Wolf time.
2: Yeah, remember the wolf gun you had? The sound effect gun? Yeah, I don't know where it is. Put some effort yeah. into it. Let's go. It's
1: not just comes. wolf time, Coronado time. The guy that would never leave Harvard and sign. I'm kidding. Uh Good. We'll see what he looks like. Right-hand shot, great year at Harvard, two years of college, 13th overall, a few years ago from the Flames. If you're going to have a meaningless game, at least we got a little intrigue here. And if you want to sell hope, those jars are full right there. It might be nothing. But those you want to sell hope? These guys playing tonight's not a bad thing. We'll see how they look. It's a huge step up for both of them. Neither have played uh, in the NHL, and it's Coronado's first professional game. Should be fun. How good's Wolf been? Well, let's take a peek. Uh, in fact, look at this. This is that morning skate today. Living, Conroy, Coronado, Wolf. They're starting a band. Who plays the bass? Dean Tree feels like a bassist. Conroy's got to be the front man. He's the lead,
0: right? Yep. Uh, Wolf feels like the drummer
1: for sure. Yeah, He's yeah just yeah, yeah.
0: Solid. He's got good rhythm.
1: Uh, Coronado, those, I don't know. He can see the sacks. You got a horn section there? I feel it,
0: like Living is just kind of keeping the rhythm. I think he's just kind of the, the, the rhythm. He's bass, man. Maybe the bass. Yeah. We'll find out from Coronado. He's got good hands. You need to have quick hands you to do. be a friggin', have those fucking face melters going.
2: Hey, hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Coronado. Let it sing, boys. Make some music. There's your, oh, look at this, eventual AHL MVP. Presumptuous, Mm -hmm. Shane. Top 15 in the world. We'll find out tonight what it looks like. Wolf was, if you see that and read it correctly, the fourth to last pick in the 2019 draft. (laughs) That close to not being drafted. And uh, in 100 games, 74 wins. Is that good, Rhett?
2: Well, by, by math, it's a 740 win percentage. <laughs> it's really, really good.
1: Seven shutouts. Goalie of the year is a rookie in a league where not rookie goalies win that award. He's won Goalie of the Year three years in a row. He's probably going to get it again, and now we're seeing may, maybe the favorite for AHL MVP. It's an incredible feather in the cap of Wolf and the Flames and the Wranglers, the success he's had to this point, is NHL debut tonight. You excited,
0: well, And if you're an American, which you are, you must be so excited for both Coronado mm-hmm. and
1: Wolf. Yeah.
0: Yankee doodle Dandy's galore going today. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Connie's just beside himself.
0: Kind of, I mean, it's just... He's mm-hmm. got his... Coleman. Stars and
1: stripes gotch on, <laughs> strutting around. If there's ever best on best again, it might tear this team apart. I know. I don't know if they can handle it. Uh, so that's what we look forward to tonight. If you're curious, Wolf will thirty thirty-two, 32, Coronado 39, and Jacob Pelche is going to be back in. Sporting 49. Finally. Yeah. But we lost... Finally, Pelche has come back and uh, out again. forever flame Nick Ritchie. It's been fun, kind of. Except the ozone. Who, has, who had
0: the. Because I'm trying to think the, the if that's the last, the lasting image of a flame for Nick Ritchie. Brian Elliott had a bad one. Oh, yeah. there's still
1: that shit stain here's
0: in a, the crease from that one.
2: <laughs> if, if, Fuck me. If Daryl had played Coronado, like. Richie's spot like yeah. he is tonight. Would Coronado have got the shot and would he have scored? I like the confidence of a young. Guy. What's the book on Coronado? Who fucking
1: knows what he's doing? I'll mm-hmm. tell you who would have scored Matthew Phillips. Hondo. Sadly, no Phillips. Well, oh, yeah, tonight. we didn't talk about bringing him up. Matthew teams. Phillips scores that goal. I would love to have seen it. Uh, things got spicy last night between the Jets and the Wild. Now, like divisional that. foes. Yeah, going to take a bit of work for these two to play in round two, though. Let's take a peek. Rick Bonus, first-year head coach. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Dean Abison, former flame. Uh, Spicy. Look at Dino. Is he rattled?
2: Oh, he oh. looks like a cold-blooded murderer. <laughs> so did he say you have little man syndrome? <laughs> yeah, you, you,
1: yeah, you little
0: you you are little. Are little
2: is that Hannibal
1: Lecter on the right? I look God. at how stoic he is. He's like, I will eat your flesh. I'm not even worried. You're my dinner. And okay. this is all resulting, he's got a little chippy with Caprice off. So Ryan Hartman absolutely blows up Nikolai Ehlers, nowhere near the puck, crushes him at full speed. Ehlers leaves the game. Bonus and Evis are sizing each other up. Ryan Reeves fought Adam Lowry. This was an absolute doozy.
2: Good on Lowry there. Good on Lowry. That's is serious, right, man.
1: I don't know how many guys, like, Lowry is not. I'm in the league to fight only guy. That's a massive step up to fight arguably toughest guy in the league. Certainly handful of guys they in that class. And
2: he does well. He's tough. As well. Uh, is there any... Now, didn't Reeves go out with 30 seconds left and start a fight? To That's what
1: bone I believe, was pissed about. What are you doing here? And to be fair, both these teams, this game means nothing in a week. What You're in a fucking that? playoff series. You don't what? need hurt people. What did you just do?
0: That's really mean a lot, but it kind of meant something to the Jets last night. They kind of wanted to,
1: yeah, they clinched qualify for the playoffs. That's that's fair. It's just at this point of the season, if you're Minnesota, the one thing you don't want is an injury or suspension effect in round one, right? When you got Dallas or Colorado or something. But either way, that was a hell of a game
2: last night. Yeah, those two could play again in the playoffs. Let's go.
1: Sure. You know who they want playing in the playoffs, like you did last night, was the Jets netminder Connor Hellebuck. Did you see the save? Save of the year. I'm calling it right now.
2: empty net, Minnesota. Johansson sweeps it back to the blue line. There's a shot by Spurgeon. Loose And,
1: and, and What? Save. Full four by six. Those... Watch the replay on this. It is absolutely zany that somehow this doesn't go in the net. This angle will show you a bit. Mm. Diving the heel of his stick is the only thing on the ice. Gets the puck. No goal. Now, it was late. Empty net. 3-1 makes it 3-2 maybe, but how's that not save of the year? Look at this. I mean, score (laughs) for sure. And if you're the Jets, hey, Connor, you don't play that for two weeks? We'll play anyone when he's on. Look out. Okay, so that win, to your point, Dino, confirms the whiteout's back. Blizzard forecast in Manitoba. There it is. I didn't realize this. Little factoid from NHL PR. The whiteout... Was a response to the sea of red in a Calgary Winnipeg Smythe division playoff matchup. Cool.
0: All
1: right. Unless they're liars. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I can't speak. To that's this. what I
1: remember. It is eh? a, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You love Winnipeg. Big historian as well. Yeah.
1: Florida's in as well. Uh, the unthinkable happened last night. Pittsburgh lost. To Chicago. No. They allowed four in the third.
2: Come on, Chicago. Lost 5
1: 2. All Pittsburgh had to do was beat Chicago and Columbus to get in. Controlled their own fate. No. Lost to Chicago and the win for Chicago, 32nd, up to 30th. I was going to say, and hands up if this sounds familiar, neither team wanted that result. Just like last Tuesday when the Hawks beat the Flames in Calgary. Like they're, Deja the fucking boo. Like, what the
0: fuck are we doing? Don't do this. We're going to beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. And so
1: now here's what we know: A, Pittsburgh's in trouble. They don't control their fate anymore. Done. There's their new uh, logo if you need it. Chef Boyer, we fucked. (laughs) 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 And the Islanders, who have one game left, only need a point against Montreal. Montreal,
2: come on. Who are rolling
1: out the Laval (laughs) Roquette. We'll see. Yikes. Uh, Sidney Crosby, 16 years in a row. It was Mario's last season and Sid's rookie year the last time they missed the playoffs. 16 years in a row. They're down around Good the uh, Hail Mary rink some rest. He's played a lot of hockey. That is fair. Berkey will be some sour. Well, I would think so. I mean, Mike Sullivan, that might do it for you. It's been an incredible run. But loose into Chicago, controlling your own fate. And then, of course, yes, Rhett, the Panteros are in. Spin the trophy. The Cats are back. President's Trophy winners last year, they bowed out to, what, Tampa round two? Sweep. Sweepy, sweep. Tampa sweep, sweep. has a better playoff oh, this year.
2: round two? Who'd they beat? They won a series?
1: Yes. I believe, who was it? Boston and Lake Carolina. They crossed oh, over somebody it. else. They won
0: the, it was it a was wild It was the first card. series
1: since you guys. Oh.
0: Right? Wasn't that what it was?
2: Yeah, I don't know. No. If they did, then it was. <laughs> uh, moving on.
1: What else do we know? Well, the Islanders, a point. That's all they need. They're in. Here's your look at the standings. There it is. Your clinch playoff berth, single point against the Habs.
2: Stupid Sabres.
1: Like the Horvat comments. Like Bo Horvat. The goaltender's amazing. The building will be rocking. It will be nice to get three of those New York area teams into the postseason. But I don't know. It's still the Islanders, right? Uh, anyway, we shall see. Eastern standings uh, and Western standings. We'll start in the West. We know the eight teams. Still nothing sorted in the West. There's not a single matchup we know is going to happen. Edmonton can still clinch, clinch first. Uh, Seattle's going to be, it looks like, in a wild card. I don't believe they can catch L.A. Vegas can still win in the Pacific. Colorado is in first, but Dallas can pass them. There's a lot going on here. No, not a single thing we can talk about. East is the same. The only series we know is going to happen, the ones we've known for four months is going to happen. It's Toronto, Tampa, the 2-3 in the Atlantic. Everything else is up for grabs. This is Some wild. drama. And almost everyone in the league, I think it's uh, 20, sorry, 30 of 32 teams will play tomorrow night. Pretty impressive that... The, the last full slate of games on the schedule will determine all the matchups. Good little run here in terms of vying for seeding and playoff matchups and such. Uh, tonight, here's your games. Lighter slate tonight as we gear up for the massive extravaganza tomorrow. East, East we can show as well. Sorry about that. Uh, there it is. Florida's crunch. And there's...
0: On, for fucks. Well,
1: it's Florida's in red. They get the the back in with the Pittsburgh loss. One game left. Islanders, one game left. Just need a single point. Pittsburgh, T's and P's. Need a Hail Mary here. Tonight, here's what we're looking at. Habs Isles, we noted it, single point. Dallas, still vying for positioning. And uh, we talked about Flames and Sharks Your Nightcap, which will be on TNT in the States. So that'll be a little fun. Late start. Wranglers are in Abbotsford. They will not have Dustin Wolf tonight. As noted, he's going to start tonight for the Calgary Flames. That's the remainder of their schedule. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, that tees them up to open a series in Calgary next week. Home ice in round one of the playoffs. If I'm correct, there might be some weird buys or something like that. Please don't be biased. Let's, let's have a good little run here at the dome. Some good playoff hockey. At the dome. please, 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 please. Uh, one final non-hockey bit before we close out the Pinder report it was the first day at the newly redesigned outfield walls at Rogers Center for the Toronto right. Blue Jays, and we knew Kevin Kiermaier was good at center field. But in the second inning of the first game ever at the redesigned outfield, he did this. It was pretty, pretty good. Pretty. Did you
2: pretty.
1: watch that one last night? It was back and forth pretty. again.
2: Pretty. My Kiermaier My scales the, told the wall. My the game was in the afternoon, and I'm like, come on, dog. He's got to stop drinking the in the, the afternoon. And after and I'm like, problem? Donkey.
1: And finally, the Yankees are the Yankees. Here's oh, the catch first. Yeah, this is good stuff. So Manoa struggling. And it's the second inning, he got blown up. Could have been worse because look at this. Zip. Oh, yeah. Just my second inning here. You guys going to like me? Pumped up. They would win rallying from down 3 nothing. A lot of dingers. 9 3. Five dingers. And they had, didn't have a lot of ding dongs on that opening road trip. Final note the Yankees, what do they hate, Dean? Anyone showing personality with facial hair or long hair. So let's go to the ball boy (laughs) on the left half of your screen. Yes. The ball boy two days ago. Yep. On the right side of the screen. The ball boy yesterday.
0: Get your shit together. Look
1: at this beauty. Apparently he's in a band and he went from the hot red shoes to the uh, Yankees uh, dark black or, or Navy blue place. Settle down, junior. Don't be. Even the ball boy can't have fun. He does have the vote-for-Pedro mustache-going vibes, which... Uh, does
0: he still have the mustache? Yeah, yeah, it's, allowed to have it's blonde of, hair.
1: Next. A yeah. ball boy, I don't know. And it doesn't look like he cut it. It looks like he's got it tucked up under the back there. Oh, was I was going to say, fuzzy. I think yeah. he's tucked it. Yeah, he's been told something, though. Hey, listen, rock and roll. Red shoes to blue. Yeah, Yankees going a Yankee.
0: That's your pen to report. All right. Brought to you by Village Honda. Shave those sideburns, Mattingly. Turn your vehicle into cash during the million-dollar buy event. We've been saying it for days. It continues. They'll buy yours even if you don't buy theirs. Sellers receive a tropical cruise for two exclusively at Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, online, com. your dealership for life. That's how that goes. You want to hear something funny?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a true story. I might embellish
1: a little bit. I don't even eat pepperoni story. pizza.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, bing bong at the door the uh, two nights ago last two nights ago like, uh, you guys know how I feel oh, about yeah. people ringing my damn doorbell yeah. if somebody's coming to the house they've texted ahead of time don't just don't just show up what, what? well and the first thing that went through my mind because we were talking maybe some girl guys are selling cookies something like that maybe some kids are doing a bottle drive you know it's all right crack open the door Sure is bleep, it's somebody trying to sell you something. Uh, hey, uh, just, uh, we're, <sighs> we're in your neighborhood. Uh, we're doing a little uh, uh, for uh, yard maintenance, uh, for, do you have, for lawn care at, uh, with the uh, aeration and uh, power rake and uh, this and that. And, uh, so, you know, we just kind of wait, let the guy do his things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm tired out a bit
0: there. Yeah. Uh, I just wondering if you are interested. Actually, uh, we, we have Green Drop. The look on his face. Was, it wasn't just, oh, okay, th-, It was, oh. It, he just knew. It's like, the, can't compete with that. Can't the top that. Gun. Can't do it. Oh, green drop. And then,
1: bam! And then slam the door in his, cut up and, you ever... and fuck off!
2: Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> jeez. trying to
1: make a buck. tidy's his resume.
2: Maybe How re- else are you going to keep people from coming to your door? You're going to have to have a list of things
0: on your doors. So. If you're awfully, I mean... if you're, oh, thanks for coming by. No, you got to. Dress them right down on the way out. I'm never going back to that house again. You're goddamn right you're not.
1: That security dog and a fence at the front. That's right. Whole bus Walk the plank to to get in here. Bark
2: more. Scare them away.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Green drop. Everyone in your neighborhood should have green drop. If anybody's using one of the other ones, go knock on their door and say, you're wasting your money. Get the green drop. And you know what? More specifically, go... You know that barn burner thing? Mm-hmm. Go and they've got a QR code on the screen. You do that thing, you're getting a discount.
2: And subscribe
0: while you're at it. Subscribe and like and for sure follow and tell your friends unless you hate it, then don't say a word. greendrop.com, the green keepers come by your house. They apply the the micronutrients, the overseeding, whatever the lawn needs. They know. They know. It's a few minutes. It's 100% guaranteed. If you aren't satisfied, they'll return and make things right. The The healthy lawn is not as hard as, as we dummies make it out to be. It's a
1: tough winter here. You need some just,
0: experts. Just get green drop and then water it and cut it and let them take care of the rest. They have a number of different fertilization p- programs. They've got the beautiful basics. They've got the beautiful premium. Premium throws in the aeration, the overseeding, the soil booster, alongside those micronutrients and weed control and everything else. And there's some other things on there. There's other add-ons. I saw today, if you want to keep like your driveway and that, you want to keep it nice and clean and mm-hmm. have all the weeds taken out, they do that too. I know what they're doing. They've got the buzz boss. Get those pests out of here. Like GreenDrop.com. Go and see everything they have, the, have to offer. And as I said last time, we said, it, was, it felt like it was one of those things like, oh, that's, that's, that's for fancy people. No, it's for smart people. <laughs> it's it's just, so much easier, my God. It's just, <laughs> I, why weren't we doing it sooner? GreenDrop.com is the website. Go and, uh, and do it today. How's a the show there? Yeah, we're not done. I got to do got to do some reads here because we ranted for well,
2: we got betway today
0: too. We got betway. I got to tell you about the playoff draft coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked because one of our things we have the playoff draft on Friday over at uh, the Great Eagle, and when we were picking dates, well, we couldn't. Well, Thursday. Well, There's so many games, and who knows, right? That's how right. many? I don't even know the seating,
1: the matchups.
0: How am I supposed to pick players? I don't yeah. even know what they're playing. Are we gonna do it on a Saturday? Well, Saturday people have week. Yes, their weekend. You don't want to. How about the Friday? Well, there are two games. We're, we're, what if, what if it is Buffalo at Columbus? Don't matter. Colorado at Nashville. Maybe for seating, that's it. For seating, that's it. So our fears Maybe. have been put to bed. Quelled. That's right. Quashed. All, all, allayed? Sure. <laughs> sure. Friday <laughs> is Hawaiian Shirt Day and the inaugural... Barn burner playoff draft, oh baby.
1: I'm going to wear the most obnoxious outfit I can find, Fantastic. and that is going to be high bar. I like it. I don't really have anything. God. Just a prop or two. It doesn't have to be much. Even just a single top hat would be lovely for just you. Just
0: the top hat? Or okay. like one of
1: those canes with the big uh, yeah. I'll snow go my, cone at the top. Or my the, uh, top hat and monocle yeah, closet yeah, and yeah, grab yeah.
0: one. So and and that's the thing for the teams. If you got your team, it's a sold out event. You know, get your get your wigs and your makeup and whatever you need. Dress up. We got the lanyards for you. You got to do the rest. Oh, go. we got your tables, the lanyards, your VIP section. Draft everything kit. set up. We got a few things, kind of you know, some Easter eggs dropped in that will uh you won't know are happening until they happen. That sort of thing. Friday at the Great Eagle Inn,
1: uh It's presented by.
0: Oh, okay, yes, thanks,
1: not. Alex. Let it go. This is Friday, so you want me to bring that? That's what Hell I. Hell yeah! Be. Get that sport coat from the '80s and that short, bad winter tie, and do the jig, do that dance, guys. I love to dance. You know that. You know that about now. Me. Have we got that cake made yet? That Rhett's going to jump out of at the intermission. I know it
0: was. It's getting Custom nip, order. Nipple piercing tomorrow afternoon. Waxed up Some time today. today. That's right. I saw Pierced that tomorrow. Ready to jump out of the cake it's on Friday. I front. don't understand any of it. Paybuilt.com is our presenting sponsor. Thank you to Paybuilt for coming on board and being a big part of why this is uh, a huge success for all of us, including kids sport. It's for the kids. Hashtag for the kids. <laughs> it's really the main reason we did it. Someone say, you guys just want to go and get all boozed up and play you know, Would never. blackjack. You really don't know us very well if you think that's what we were thinking. It's right, you idiots. <laughs> Paybuilt. For businesses who want to accept more payments and skip credit card fees. It's kind of small business, big bit. You're online only. It works for you. com. This is, I mean, it, it's not brand new. Obviously, we've been paying with cards and stuff, but we're finding there's a little bit of... Uh, you know what? There is some chicanery and tomfoolery sometimes. You look online, clunky
1: sometimes. Little dude. online
0: payments, it could be. Oh well, that didn't work the way I wanted. Well, I, did I get? I got some double charges. I got. What is, What is this charge? That's why you want pay bills. Disputing the charge. What are you talking about? Just don't do it. Just don't do it. When a customer uses their debit card, man, there's fees, and as you say, there could be some. Uh, there's some unsavory people out there. They're looking to steal your bleep. Don't let them steal your bleep. That's where PayBuilt comes in. Shifting away from cards and cash, whether it's in-store, whether it's online, maybe you have an app for your business. B2B? More options for your customers, making your customers' lives easier. They're more inclined to purchase. That is what it's all about. It's about safety and saving money and all of that. Paybuilt.com is where you need to go and learn more about what PayBuild has to offer. It just makes sense, Pinder. It just makes sense.
1: De-risk your life, Dean. Let's go. That's right. It's my <laughs>
0: It's so all I do. Just try and strip away risk at all.
1: Cane? At all turns. Monocle. Yeah. Top hat. I don't have any of that. Bow tie. Tap dancing shoes.
0: I guess I gotta, gotta be. Are you gonna do anything? I gotta do something. Probably should do something.
1: After he jumps out of the cake, he's got that social anxiety thing. He's gonna have to get a couple stiff rises into him. To, and then he'll settle in. I
2: get in the cake too. That's right. Delicious. Yeah, it's, it's
1: claustrophobic in there. So we'll, it's going to be a puddle by the time this thing's done. We've already got, uh, I believe, the first four picks. Teams are. Yeah, that was a uh, if there was a fo- kind of a
0: fundraising challenge put on by uh, by Kids Sport to see who was going to draft. Now it's it's you know what it's a snake draft. So you yeah. do one of these to the bottom and then mm. back up so that. You wanna pick first, you can pick first, but then you gotta wait for a while. You pick thirty second in your second round. You're, gonna, you're gonna have to wait. first, Which is Thanks. how I got screwed in our football draft this year. Yeah. Especially when your first round pick has a shit year. Jonathan you know Taylor, yep. Prick.
1: Me as a commissioner, when I get to pick first, it's it's rigged. And then when Dean does, I was screwed by the first overall pick. Fuck. <laughs> huh? Jonathan Taylor did I fuck had you. One of those picks, <laughs> too. Oh, right. it's poor bastard.
0: Was there anyone who that's the other thing you listen to or you read highway. Really, no one screwed more teams this year than Jonathan Taylor. JT, he missed a month, and uh, yeah, I got it. There, yeah, it is. you'll be better than that. You
1: don't have a team to worry about here. You just be cheering for a fun right. time,
0: just shotgunning beers hmm. for the kids in support of kids' sport. Uh, okay, betway bets of the day. We can do betway bets of the day, and then we'll. Uh,
1: How uh, jinxy are your pants? I suppose the question is, <laughs> no jinxy pants.
0: Okay. Nothing but good luck. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's just you just want to do Betway. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, we just do the Betway bets of the day. I. That's uh, oh, Flames of Sharks, not you. Got to go there, right? No, I don't need to do oh, any so of that. So you're
1: not going to jinx you, guys. You uh, you are sticking true,
0: just okay. a smidge. Yeah, I went okay. into I went into the Betway app, yeah, on my phone, my mobile phone, and they have some of the pre builts. Yo. Ek. F- Sixty-five is that what? Well said? done, nailed it. What he is, yeah. Eric Carlson, Tyler Tofoli, to each get a point you plus t- one hundred and five. TT seventy-three, TT seventy-three, and KK <laughs> K- uh, K- K- uh one hundred and five, and Suzuki and Ben, ah. two shots or more each. Shots and both have had two or more in four or five straight games. As long as that's
1: not. Uh, it's not Jordy. Jordy, know, yeah. It's not uh, <laughs> which Suzuki
0: Ben. Yeah, who was the who was the guy on TV? Which Suzuki? Nature of David? Things. David Suzuki?
1: Yeah, David's not getting two shots. No, plus one thirty for Suzuki and Ben. All right, am I going to be a dick if I do this? Now I, I'm You're not a going dick to dick whether you do it or not. That's well, true, well, and that's we'll a do fair do point. That. Uh, sure. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, but I did look at what a shutout would be. For the <laughs> <laughs> tonight. The storybook career of Dustin Wolf makes its first uh, NHL appearance tonight. I'm going to take the under on two and a half for San Jose. Play well in front of him, gents. Backlund's one away from twenty. Anytime goal plus one eighty-seven. You really
2: wimped out. Like I thought, couldn't for find sure the shutout. Sure, couldn't find the shutout. It would be a Wolf for Coronado. That's one. the
1: best I could do. And look, the, you know, there's there's lots of bets out there that, but this one it feels safe. Two in your debut, we'll call it a win.
0: There you go. That's the Betway bets of the day. Get that Betway app. Put it on your phone. Odds are subject to change. You see it oh, there. Oh, that's right. They are, yeah. So when you go in and looking for that backland anytime goal, maybe people see this and they're racing to the app, and all of a sudden it's like, we can't continue to give that kind of value for a backland
1: goal. we got to... <laughs> yeah, or the, uh, you yeah, know, a there's, there's a horrible injury and skate for the Sharks, and Brent Kron's in net for the Sharks, and you're like, well, well we got to change the over number sudden, here. Christ, we can't be living with it's this. Take it down, because yeah. clearly
0: Cron is going to stand in his and head.
1: Oh, you were thinking that way. Okay. That's way? Well, yeah. way What other way would we pause? That's well, big goalie. That's yeah. only one period.
0: Small sound. That's hour. right. Bigger goalies going. take up more room. Didn't you hear that? I did hear that. About an hour ago. Smart up, Pinder. That's it for the show. Final game of 82 tonight for the Flames. We will react to this match Sharks and Flames with everything on the line in game 82. <laughs> and
1: <Can't wait. laughs> get set for a marathon. Afterburner. Oh, yeah. Because Kerr's working today. <laughs> Is he? That's right. I don't know who he's got. He doesn't even need
0: anyone. He doesn't need anybody. That mofo go two hours if he wants. Now, speaking of uh, Rob Kerr, just a game yep. every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Today on the show, Billy Jaffe. Nice. Veteran broadcaster. I believe he's still doing what? Nesson broadcasts, yep. still in Boston. And. What a season. Marco Carducci. Yes. Hey, Marco Carducci. Yeah. Come on. The brick wall. <laughs> Just the game today yeah. on
1: Flames Nation YouTube. Big shout out to Carducci. Testicular cancer. Beat that last offseason. Came back. Was phenomenal again. And open to talk about it to help raise awareness for men's health issues. Good on him.
0: And I know that'll be part of the discussion today of course with Rob. I mean. For sure. That's, uh, that's a little barn burner for you today, everybody. Thanks for being a part of it. Support the sponsors. Follow, like, subscribe. See you tomorrow. Ready.
2: Oilers suck.
0: See you, buddies.